Welcome to Knights of Roleplay, an adventuring podcast. This is an actual play 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Royalty free music provided by Kevin MacLeod, Plate Mail Games, and Tabletop Audio. And now, to adventure. Hello and welcome. My name is Chris Buckner. I'm the primary dungeon master for Knights of Roleplay and Adventuring Podcast. This session is being recorded over Zoom. Tonight we'll be continuing with the adventure series called In Volo's Wake, published by Wizards of the Coast, who do not sponsor us. But they could if they wanted to, that'd be great. Adventure 1 was run by John, Adventure 2 by Kate, Adventure 3 by Sarah, and Adventure 4 by Greg. This is uh, Adventure 5 in the series, and we have one more to go, and I'll be DMing that one in the next session. Uh, We will start by having each person tell us a little about the character that they'll be playing. So why don't we start with Mr. John. Why don't you tell me about your character for this session? Uh, Riki is staying from the last session because Riki is still really wondering what's going on around the uh, in the woods and stuff like that so Riki just wants to have his home back so he's kind of went to look for help and ended up kind of with a a bunch of really weird other people that at least didn't chase him away (laughs) so (laughs) and he's going to try to help out all right, cool. And uh, he's the uh, cla- um, mechanic. Mechanically, he's a battle master fighter. Uh, so he's kind of gets up there and stabby stabby. Did you mention that he's a kobold? He is a. Oh, yes. Well, I suppose that's kind of important, but yes, he's a kobold. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Mr. Uh, Greg, do you want to tell us about the, the race and class of your character and, and anything else you want to tell us? Alright, I am Kai Knight Bellwether, and I come from a distant land, which is around where my friend Alexian is uh, currently um, dispatched to. I've been studying monistic tendencies and tactics, and I'm playing a monk this evening, and I will uh, see if my training can be put to good use in this new party. And you're a half-elf, is that right? And I'm a half-elf. Okay, cool. And then we have the lovely and talented Saraha, or Sarah. <laughs> I'm lovely and talented tonight. Oh. Of course. Okay, so I like <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a Britannia Spears, <laughs> and I'm traveling with my homegirl, Sindra. I met her one day and I decided like she totally needed my help because she like doesn't know how to talk to people. So like I'm helping her and stuff. <laughs> okay, and, and your your race and class? Oh, I'm like a badass human with like a bardic past. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> So that will go on to uh, my <laughs> lovely wife, Kate. <laughs> With Bugatti. Uh, let's see here. So I am playing Syndra Beldine tonight. So Syndra 
uh, is a human wizard. So she is uh, a, a very talented mage with elemental type of magics. She had gotten into an elvish school of magic to study, and she's a good researcher. She loves solving mysteries, uh, but she's a little bit spastic and socially awkward and uh yeah and a little bit wild and impulsive in her use of magic so she didn't end up really being a good fit there so she dropped out and started adventuring on her own and eventually she found her bestie uh britannia they started traveling together uh and in their travels they had worked before uh with uh barbara ann and her brother. So basically, Barbaran and her brother, I think, were going to leave and go on another adventure. But the, they had gotten in touch with Syndra and, and Britannia and asked them to come to the village to help with the mysteries that were going on there. Uh, so, yeah, she's a wizard. She's got a quarter staff with a crystal arcane focus on it. Okay. She likes blowing stuff up. Human or? She's also human. Yep. Okay. Yeah, variant human. Yep. And what is the, um, do, you, do you want to share the uh, specialty that, uh, of, your, of your wizard class? Uh, she, she's school of evocation. Evocation. So um, elemental type of magics and then just like appearance wise, she's relatively tall. She's got dark hair with colored streaks that just kind of grow naturally in it. Uh, but always somewhat disheveled looking like she's got uh, spectacle type glasses that keep trying to slip down her nose and stuff like that. I mean, so, so, so human, yeah, wizard, a little bit of a mess. School of Invocation, uh, Cobalt yeah. Fighter with the subclass of uh, Battlemaster. And then we have the monk, uh, half elf monk, who your, your monastic uh, tr- tradition is the way of the open, way of the open hand or open fist. I forget yes. what the exact terminology is. Though. And uh, Sarah, do you have a certain part of college that your character is a part of? I'm like the College of Glamour. <laughs> <laughs> you would <All> right. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <Just maybe. laughs> Stuff out of my mouth. Hey. I'm like, Jesus. I just need to get up. He's like, I can't even. I can't even with you people. <laughs> Greg's like, I'm out. <laughs> uh, my monitor, this borrowed monitor would have had beer on it. <laughs> borrowed monitor, uh-oh. Okay, so as our adventure begins, the party is in the town of Fandolin. They travel to the town after hearing rumors of increased monster activity in the area. Fandolin was recently made famous by being described in the latest publication of lore master Volothamp Gadarm, a tome called Volo's Guide to Monsters. A Neverwinter noble named Ilsa Wisemantle recently arrived to help investigate the troubles plaguing Fandolin. She is a friend of Councilman Sildar Hallwinter. She has taken up in a small cave at the base of the Sorn Mountains. Sildar has offered the characters 100 gold pieces to venture to the cave and assist in her investigations. The party is just now arriving at the cave. A dim flicker of light can be seen from the cave opening ahead of you. The passage leads into another small cavern with a circular stone door at the opposite end. A set of four striated lines, each breaking at different intervals, are carved along the center of the door. In the center of the chamber, 
a makeshift bed of blankets sits next to a small campfire. Ilsa is here, tending a robed figure on the bed. Her charge appears to be a strange humanoid creature with blotchy purple skin and long tentacles that branch out from its squid-like face. The creature points in your direction as you approach. Ilsa, looking toward where the creature points, calls out to you. Please, she says, this creature is sick. We need help here. Her name is Karali. She belonged to an Illithid colony hidden deep within the mountains nearby. So we what do never do? heard of Illithid. Do you taste like squid? Uh, are you are you talking <laughs> talking to the uh, to the mind flare? <laughs> yeah. uh, sure. You you hear this voice in your mind say, "No, no, oh." <laughs> Probably uh-huh. just as well. Squid gives Riki terrible gas. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Elsa says, um, uh, "Carly is sick, and, and and she could use your help." All right. So Syndra kind of like glosses right over whatever it was that Ricky said and like is very intent and she's like, oh, Illithid, fascinating. Uh, I could take a look and I, I do have medicine proficiency, so I, I don't necessarily have healing ability, but I, I can at least check. I don't think I've seen anything like this before in any of my travels. Okay. So you want to make a medicine check, uh, Syndra? Sure. Go right ahead. All right. Oh, I have to see see if my dice feel like playing tonight or not. (laughs) Eh, Okay. Uh, 20. 20. Okay. So during your travels, you have actually encountered mind flares or illithids. Either one is, is, is appropriate before. And you understand that they that they live in um, colonies together and there's something about the condition of this illithid of Karali that indicates to you that the sickness has something to do with her being separated from her colony you're not really sure what it is but you feel like the sickness has something to do with that okay can we, like, get down with this sickness? <laughs> <laughs> so, Syndra kind of, like, I guess, clucks it. Britannia. Now, Britannia, stop being silly. It uh, kind of looks at the, the illithid and says, uh, where are the rest of your people? Uh, it seems that your, your illness might be tied to the fact that you are further from them. So you you hear uh, Karali's voice in your mind, and it, it's not just you. Every single one of you hears her voice in your mind. And she thinks to you, Over the past few weeks, our colony's elder brain has started to act strangely. It performed a ritual that inflicted madness upon the minds of every living creature within a 20-mile radius of the colony. Those affected initially acted strangely and erratically, but eventually went completely mad and turned on each other. 
The ritual is also causing the mind flares in the colony to become sick and act strangely, some even dangerously so. When I attempted to reason with the elder brain, it demanded my head. I barely escaped with my life. I know a shortcut to reach the elder brain, but I am too weak to do it alone. I'll make you a deal. If your group escorts me to the elder brain's chamber, I can help you stop the ritual of madness. I vow to do this even if it means harming my own kind. It is far better than the fate they currently face. And Ilsa also um, speaks up and offers a reward of 200 gold pieces if you will agree to help Karali on, uh, on her mission. So let's have, um, let's have everybody make intelligence checks. Just roll the die and add your intelligence modifier. This is sort of like a, uh, a knowledge check. We're calling bits of information. Probably help if I had dice out, huh? Freaking <laughs> 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 uh, brain caught fire once when he burned the wrong plant in his uh, campfire one night. Are you using the wrong plants? I don't think so, my friend. <laughs> wow. Uh, I fucking love you, John. <laughs> wow. She says, I don't think so, my little friend. <laughs> yeah, because... Yeah, he got a three. <laughs> fascinating. <laughs> very, very All fascinating. Right. Sandra, what'd you get? Sandra, I got a 16. And Britannia? 20. <laughs> nice. And Kai? 17. 17, okay. So, all of you with the exception of Riki. <laughs> <laughs> you, you haven't you understood. snorts on today. <laughs> well, actually, Kai just said that he never encountered anything like this in his travels. So, apparently it is uh, Britannia and Kate. Oh, sorry, and Syndra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Britannia and Syndra who remember this information, uh, which is that you have an understanding that Illithids keep slaves and Illithids eat brains. You know that you know there's some sort of a history with them and the Gith, meaning the Gith Yankee and the Gith Zirai, and having them as slaves. So, you know, mind flares are not usually regarded as being very uh, friendly. And uh, you think that you think that the way that she was talking to you in her mind about the fact that, you know, she would um, sh- she would even go so far as to harming her own kind if necessary, is is a reference to the fact that you're going into a place where normally you might be captured and eaten. But she's saying right. that basically everybody is becoming sick and becoming mad yeah. and that she will fight against them, but she needs your help to get in there and try to stop this madness from, from continuing. Okay. Uh, minor detail, just to uh, clarify the pronouns. Did you say that the GIF had the mind flayers as slaves or did the mind the flayers have the slaves. GIF as slaves? The GIF were the slaves. Okay. The GIF were the slaves. Yes. Okay. Uh, both uh, Britannia and Syndra, I mean, you know the history to some small degree of the mind flares, you know how they're regarded and they're typically, you know, pretty badass and scary creatures that, that people don't mess with and don't go anywhere near. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
so let's see, Syndra, uh, even knowing that, uh, kind of turns excitedly to the others briefly and says, this sounds like a fascinating adventure. Uh, I think we should definitely try to help. Uh, and she turns back to Syndra and goes, but, but you look like you are not well. Is there any kind of healing we can try to offer before we go? Um, you turn back to Ilsa? Yeah, back to, to, to um, not Ilsa, but um, you said the Illithid, Corrali. Syndra turns back to Corrali and, and, and back to the Illithid. You, you seem like you're not well. Is there any kind of healing uh, we could offer before we go? And is there anything you can tell us? Uh, because I know that they, they like to eat brains, and I like my brain. Um, so I don't want it to get eaten. Uh, what's this? Eating Riki's brain? Uh, Riki doesn't have much of one, but he like would like to keep it. Sandra kind of pats him on the shoulder and like with no no clue to what she's doing that might be insulting. She's like, it's okay. I don't think they'd want your brain. Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> <Touché>. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, Sandra, you really need to learn tact. <laughs> oh, I'm probably talking again too much, aren't I? Yes. Mm. No. <laughs> if I were a betting man, I, I, I might think so. But <laughs> so you hear Corali's voice in your mind again, saying, um, "As I said, I will I will fight against any who harm you. Although many have given into the madness, and the colony is not well, it's not healthy. I'm not even sure if everyone will be there, or if they will be dead, if they will be gone. I don't know. But my colony is suffering, and I have to try to help the elder brain in my colony. I." Uh, is there any kind of uh, attacks or elements that are more effective against your kind if it comes to that? She thinks to you <laughs> the same things that would harm any other creature. Okay. Piercing. I know a few of those things. So I think the rest of us do too. So hopefully it'll be enough. My fists are weapons. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> did she go? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right. So did uh, did so did Corali say that she needed any kind of healing to be able to go on the journey? No, she. Um, your your assessment of her condition using her medicine check revealed that um, she would be doing better if she were closer to the colony. But unfortunately, and now because of the madness that's going on. Okay. Being close to the colony has other detrimental effects. So she's, you know, if she goes away from the colony, she gets she's getting sick. If she goes into the colony, she risks um, getting killed or turning mad. Okay. So she just she needs somebody's help so she can go back and try to help the colony yeah. and the elder brain. Uh, so Sindra kind of like like thinks uh, as an afterthought and turns back to Corelli and Ilsa and says, uh, "Do you know if there's anything we can do to?" protect ourselves from being impacted by this madness as we get closer to, to Corelli's people. Elsa has Elsa has no idea. And uh-huh. Corelli says the madness takes time to affect someone. And the creatures in the, in the immediate vicinity were affected uh, initially right away in, in a large burst. And then slowly over time, the elephants started to succumb to the madness. If we are successful in our mission, 
there should not be enough time for the madness to affect you. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Stepping out of character, does everybody have inventories updated for like the, the passing of the stuff that we've been doing in the last few adventures? Um, I think I still have the plus one short sword. So. I think um, I think just about everybody had a potion of healing. Because I didn't I think have to I would use have mine. Given, someone took mine because yeah. mine as Alexium was left behind on with his, you know... <sighs> his hasty departure. So, yeah. so what we had decided was that whatever inventory you have stays with each character. Right. Unless for some but, reason you really, really don't want that, but otherwise so, everybody has their same inventory. So Chris, the question would be is when um, Shooter left the group mm-hmm. or whatever your character was in the last adventure, mm-hmm. did he turn that healing potion back so that uh, Kai could take it as Greg's character came back to the game? I think that's what we had have been establishing yes okay so so greg you should have a healing potion okay and syndra kind of turns to britannia and says i have this uh circlet of blasting that uh barbaran had passed to me from the the previous adventure that the group had taken do you think you need something like that or shall i keep it i don't know what that does uh lets me cast a spell with fire once a day or, or whoever wears it I think I wear enough crowns. You can keep that circulate. All right. Thank you. <laughs> so are, are you agreeing to help Karali to try to save her colony? So uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Sindra's all about it. <laughs> she made that pretty clear. She's It'll excited. be a fun adventure to go <laughs> and see these creatures up close. Okay. So Karali stands up and moves over to the door and mm. leans forward toward the center of the door. Her face tentacles writhe about as they caress the lines on the door, creating a subtle yet slightly disturbing squishy sound. The door then slides open, revealing a dark passage beyond. Okay. Um, so Syndra pointed out she would have already done it for the day, but I did use a first level spell slot to cast Mage Armor. Okay. So, as... I'll be the inspiring leader that I am. (laughs) What is that, sir? I'll be inspiring. You're gonna gonna sing something inspiring? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, So people are going to gain temporary hit points equal to your charisma modifier plus your level or something? I'm not quite sure how that works. Um... I think it's charisma modifier... Plus level, maybe. It's your level plus your charisma, so it's seven temporary hit points. Oh, shays. Nice. That's decent. Do you want to regale us with a song, or just you want to say these things? <laughs> We're not a team. <laughs> <laughs> not okay, yet, then. teammate. Oh, <laughs> Only need is time <laughs> An adventure that is mine <laughs> She needs inspiration for that <laughs> She's already giving inspiration for that <laughs> uh, Okay, so she's giving inspiration to everybody No, 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 no. It's, it's, called, it's, it's called Inspiring Leader um, yeah. She's giving temporary hit points everybody 
So seven temporary hit points to everybody. Nice. <laughs> Thank you, Britannia, Britannia for... Oh, you're so welcome. <laughs> okay. What's what's this illithid's name again? Karali. Karali? Yeah. Riki kind of walks up Karali. So, Riki finds that he doesn't really like the brain parts unless he cooks it really long time uh, in order to make it less squishy. Do you do you have any tips to make that a little bit taste a little better? What you talking about, Ricky? <sighs> <laughs> she says, usually we just suck the brains out with our tentacles. Ricky doesn't have tentacles. He'll have to find another way, though. Ricky, you should try capers. They're, like, really good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is going to be tough. (laughs) Why is it every time people play bars? Poor Greg is the straight man. (laughs) Uh, It's always a bar. monk. Uh, okay, so uh, after after winding your way through twisting tunnels, the passage opens into a walkway partially swollen up by the rocky cave wall. The floor here is hardwood covered with a strange soft substance that yields slightly beneath your footfalls. The area branches off at various locations, some marked with signs bearing line patterns similar to the ones at the entrance. Streams of line patterns carved into the ceiling cast a dim bluish glow about the area. Karali's voice echoes in your mind once again. This was once a great ship capable of traversing the stars. We can get to the ship's control chamber where the Elder Brain resides, but first we have to activate the seals that unlock the portal. We must be cautious to not alert the rest of the colony above us. The ritual severely weakens their ability to sense others, but we still risk being detected if we are not careful. I'm do this like this here. Fancy. What you talking about? So, so th- this is not part of the map. This is like, well, it's part of the rest of the map. Um, pay attention I'm to this part of the current map. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the current the current map is from from here over. <clears throat> this is where y'all are. Put it in Sarah's terms. Y'all. Y'all. So we're okay. So you guys are here. This is this is uh this is Karali. I don't cool. think you can see that at all. It's, it's a mind flare mini. <clears throat> Tentacly. No, too dark. So um you guys are basically walking into uh this this ship as she described it. Okay. That used to be able to traverse the stars. And we have to activate a bunch of other locations to get a portal to the control chamber open. Correct. Okay. It is correct. To get to the ship's control chamber, where the other brain is, you have to activate the seals that will unlock the portal. Okay. Interesting. All right. So... Is there uh, anything in particular that anybody wants to do as you're as you're sort of just stepping onto the ship? Hi. I'm touching it and marveling at the interesting feel and in sights that I'm seeing. It, it is Ricky unusual. Is just cowering and ducking behind whatever he can. Syndra's <laughs> kind of staying. 
quiet and like whispers um, to uh, Coralia, how, how many seals do we have to activate? Four. Four. Oh, yeah. well, I, um, I the ship well. is a magical oddity. It's a very unique magical device. Well, if she said careful, quiet, carefully and quietly so we don't attract attention, uh, I guess Riki's just going to try to sneak. Yeah, okay. same. If people want to make uh, stealth checks, they certainly can. Oh, boy. Uh, let's see, do I have <sighs> any of that stuff? Well, I'm not wearing armor, so I should be able to be stealthy. Yes. All right, stealth check. I rolled a 20 for stealth. Ooh, 14. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 14. 15. 14, 15, 20. Enrique, what'd you get? 14. 14. So, uh, Karali leads you in this direction. Here. Into uh, this room. She walks into um, that room. And uh, Riki from from your vantage point mm-hmm. you can see that there are uh, a couple of uh, creatures they are medium humanoids they're sort of uh, grayish in color that they, they look like monstrous in some way um, they're, um, they're sort of gray like it's hard to describe they don't really have any features that distinguish them as any particular race that you've seen before but they don't look anything like the not tentacly or anything. No. They're just kind of no. humanish, humanoidish in shape. Correct. Nice. And you can also you can see from your vantage point that there are um, okay, so let me, let me just read this here. Okay. Uh, this area contains two rows of four five foot wide steel cubes each bearing a sliding door on one side and tented over the top with a yellow fabric. There are four of these cubes in a row on each side of the room. Near the wall on the far side of the room is a stone pedestal with two identical lever, uh, two identical levers mounted on the front. So, in the left bank of cells over here, mm-hmm. okay, um, there are two orcs in the cells over there, and mm-hmm. you can hear something coming from here from these cells over here but you can't quite make it out at this point okay uh where are these humanoid things in the room uh they are they're like here okay so over there in that far corner (laughs) so it it doesn't appear as though they have taken notice of karali coming into the room or uh they they haven't seemed to Hmm. take notice of the presence of anyone thus far okay so Karali starts moving in the room sort of around this edge behind uh, where the um, the orcs are if that's the way she's going then I'm still still sneaking around on yep. their coat heels <laughs> coat tails <laughs> I'd follow yeah so uh, as, you, as you all enter the room you see um, all the things that I described and you see what I've drawn on this uh, on this map for the for the listeners I have a uh, have a, a roll of white paper with one inch squares on it and I've copied the map over from the PDF onto there so very skillfully I might add 
Uh, thanks. So you guys are moving around the edge of the room here, and did I get a look at what's in the other cages? Yes, yes. As you move in that direction, you see that there are two kuatoa on that side, over in these cells over here. Oh, fun! Uh, I kind of know what they are, but I don't think Ricky would. Uh, <laughs> actually, can I make a nature check to see if he would? Sure. Uh, cocked. If there's any checks that you guys want to make about anything in particular, just just call them out. Let me know. Uh, nature twelve. Twelve well, enough to know what they are. Yeah, absolutely. They're, they're 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 not like really uncommon or rare. No. Oh. You know, they're sort of like the, these the, these amphibian, um, mm. like small amphibian creatures, humanoid though. Uh, let's see. Is Syndra well learned enough to have an idea of what the gray creatures are? Uh, you could make a. Are, I guess it would be probably a nature check as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think Riki would even. Oh. No. All right, that's a uh, nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. Oh. So you are somewhat familiar with these creatures. They are called a quagoth. Sort of like just like a generic D&D monster, but I don't I don't have the detail page up in front of me. I probably should have oh brought that. Are you looking at the page, John? Because I could look it up. Yeah. But if, if you're already uh, yeah, yeah, I just, yeah, I, I, yeah, I just got it. I'll just read the opening paragraph here. Savage and territorial, Quagoths climb the chasms of the Underdark. They maul their foes in a frenzy, becoming even more murderous in the face of death. Okay. Oh my! So they're kind of under—they're underdark denizens, kind of, I guess, guard dogish. <laughs> Seems good enough. So Corali keeps moving around here. All right. Yeah, I mean, if she's not acting to do anything about the guards yet, then I, Cinder, will follow the lead at least for now. Yeah, she she seems to be sort of trying to skirt around them. Okay. Uh, let's see. No, Ricky knows better than to Ouch. say anything to attract their attention of. It looks like rather nasty-looking beasties. They have beasties. a very feral face. Beasties. Okay. So, continue moving in this direction. So when you get to about there, the um, you know you, you don't have the cover of of the cells anymore at this point. Mm-hmm. So. Um, the Quagoths uh, do notice you coming through there. Um, oh, okay. But we're, we're going to say that essentially, I mean, uh, a combat is going to start, but I'm going to give you a surprise round because you guys were very stealthy all the way up through mm-hmm. this point. Oh, sweet. So nice. as you as you, as you you come around that side, and, and essentially you know you're going to be breaking cover, you know there's no way that these creatures are not going to see you once you break the cover. So, so we'll have uh, a surprise round where you all, you all get to act normally, and the Quagoths won't go until turn two starts. Okay. So why don't we roll some initiative? Roll initiative! 15. Look at that. I'm tempted to do something crazy. <laughs> do it. I like John. <laughs> 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 a strange twist of events. John, what did you uh, what did you roll, uh, Ricky, for initiative? 
15. One five. Okay, and Kai? 14. And Britannia? 14. What is your initiative modifier? Plus three. What is yours, Kai? Plus four. four. Plus four. Oh, Kai. <laughs> okay. And then Cynthia. Uh, 22. Mm-hmm. Go off. <laughs> Let's hope the dice keeps rolling 20s like that. That would be nice. <laughs> Hopefully that's not my last 20 for the night. Even when you're not playing a dex fighter, you're still rolling 20 plus initiative. That's just not fair. <laughs> All right. So we have for the initiative order, we have Zelda, the Quagoths, and then Ricky and Kai and Britannia. And you see that Karali is not making any aggressive motion towards them. She's moving over here. Okay. So, uh, okay. So at the top of the initiative order is uh, Syndra. All right. So, yeah, Syndra kind of hangs back, uh, but she sees that they're probably going to go aggressive. So she says, oh, hi, and uh, raises a hand and kind of flicks it at one of them. And a, let's see, moat of fire. Uh flies out against uh, let's say the right creature as I can view it on the map the one who's closer to being able to get to um, Pirelli what's the spell you're casting him? I am casting you're about your face your mom but really uh, I am casting uh, Firebolt Firebolt okay so, so they have cover from you from behind those cages over there uh, can I? Uh, I'm sorry. Where am I in the party order? Am I in the very back? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see here. So five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. Uh, can you do me a favor? And uh, I would double move through the space of the creature next to me, and then diagonally down fifteen. 20 and then back up diagonally 25 so I'm basically up against the wall uh, just behind Corelli okay. uh, well that's not wonderful uh, let's see here so does AC 11 hit uh, you, you shoot your firebolt and the Quagoth doesn't really seem to react, but unfortunately it went over his head and you missed. Don't. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, that would be it for her. Okay. Uh, so they don't get to go on this turn because they are surprised. So we go to uh, Riki, our Battlemaster fighter. Hmm. Uh, okay, so I'm going to take five, ten, uh, 15 steps towards them. Or 50 steps. 50, uh, yeah, go three squares towards them. Yeah, like that. <laughs> Drop to my knees and say, Please, please don't hurt Ricky. Ricky was just trying to get through here. You look like such big, mean guys. And I don't want you to hurt Ricky. You can use uh, Grovel, Cower, and Beg. <laughs> okay. Once for short rest as an action, you can cower to distract your foes. Till the end of your turn, uh, 
allies gain an advantage on attacks against enemies within 10 feet of me. Till the end of the next turn? Uh, till the end of uh, my next turn. Oh, that's awesome. Sweet. It's kind of fun. What? Uh, that's awesome. Where, where does that feature come from? <laughs> it's, a, it's a cobalt feature. Oh, very cool. All right. So Riku goes out there and grovels. Kind of gets their attention a little bit. Uh, so then it is Kai. Okay, so this is going to be interesting because I don't know what to do. Um, you should punch things. Okay, <laughs> so I'll move up and punch them. Watch out! Uh, which then you have advantage because of what Ricky did, so that's pretty okay. sweet. All right, so, <laughs> my, so that would be unarmed strike, is that what it is? Correct. Okay, so that is a D6 for that. Okay. Uh, hold on a second. No, no, it's plus six, but it's a D four for hit. For damage. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, it died. Should be. Uh, it should be. It should be plus. Plus six. Uh, plus plus six, one plus, D four plus, plus four. Correct. Okay. Are you punching A or B? They're they're they're, they're both in front of you. Um, I'm going to punch B, and I'm going to do 24 to hit. That definitely hits. Uh, for five. You're up there, and you punch B for five damage. Okay. Okay. So you run up there, and you give it a karate chop right in the neck. And... Hi, hello. Yeah. I, I can go again, right? <laughs> yes, Mr. Mouthful of Food, you can go again. <laughs> when when, when you use martial arts, when you attack with a with an unarmed strike or a monk weapon, you can use a bonus action to attack. Uh, so, uh, offhand, kind with, of. With, with an unarmed strike. Okay, so unarmed pop, pop. Yeah, <laughs> essentially like a two-weapon fighting kind of thing. Great, so that is going to be... Uh, 15 to hit. Uh, that does connect. And it's going to be for 8. 8. Okay, so you come in with a karate chop on the side of the neck, and then you do a back fist with the other hand. Smash! <laughs> Alright, and that was uh, Kai. So then it is Britannia. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to step over five feet. Thank you. And I'm going to look uh, creature B right in the eye and start whispering sweet nothings at him. <laughs> Dissonant whispers. Dissonant whispers. Okay. Nice. Sweet, painful nothings. That's Sweet a, pain that's, that's is a... made of this. <laughs> Who am I to dislike me? <laughs> oh my god. That's a wisdom saving throw, please. Wisdom save. 
<laughs> Greg, I didn't mean to make you die. <laughs> don't don't make him choke on his pizza. Yeah, don't choke on your pizza, Greg. Yeah, there's 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 a... That would be a fail. <laughs> so he's going to take two, six, ten psychic wow. damage. Oh, shit. And must immediately use its reaction to move as far as its speed allows away from me. Away from you. But it doesn't move into any obvious dangerous ground such as fire or a pit. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It can't actually move any further away from you than it Yeah, really I guess is. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> but well, it it's... takes the psychic damage. You, you see it kind of, its eyes squint and it seems to be in pain from the psychic attack of your dissonant whispers. Yeah. <laughs> At least they weren't and careless, that careless whispers. Will be the show for now. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we go back up to the top of the round. Uh, Syndra, okay. our uh, uh, human wizard. Was Karali doing anything? She's she's going over and, and examining these. Um, okay, I didn't uh, know she had like formal stuff in the turn the order. If she was going to be no, yeah. no, she doesn't Plug have anything formal all right. in the turn order. Cool, cool. All right, so uh, Syndra, let's see here. Kind of takes, uh, let's see, two steps down, I think, is that what gets me clear line of sight to the one we've already damaged? Right? Uh, Yes. Okay, she kind of says, well, let's try this again. And uh, throws another mode of fire, this time with advantage at B. And this time she is going to hit AC 22. This is the firebolt again? Yep. Okay, AC 22 does hit. Okay, so then let's go back up and look at that spell. Let's see, so it just hits for the damage that I rolled. Okay, so that'll be for five fire damage. So the um, the psychic damage from uh, the bard's dissonant whispers did bloody that quagoth, and then you just hit it again since it was bloodied. For our listeners, bloody means he is at less than half his hit maximum hit okay. points. So then, uh, let's see here. Syndra is going to step two steps back up to against the wall, kind of up behind Corelli where she was before. Okay. And her turn next. All right. So the Quagoths are going to go. So let's see. That is okay. Got that, got that. So attacks you with a claw there, Kai. It's AC 15. Uh, That will miss. Okay, you do a martial arts move and get out of the way. <laughs> but it also gets to attack twice, so it slashes at you again. Uh, let blocks. <laughs> this time it hits AC 17. Uh, can I do... Uh, oh, that's a bonus action if I'm doing something to use patient defense. Okay. All right, so how much is the damage from, from that? The damage from that claw is uh, five points of slashing damage. 
Okay. Yay, temporary hit points. Yay, temporary yep. Hit points. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yay, bars. Wow. And you're that like, oh, welcome. Hurt. So <laughs> the other Quagoth is right there. So it's just going to attack you. Okay. First claw is AC 17. Uh, that would also hit. That one digs deep across your stomach for eight points of slashing. Ouch. Oh. Okay. And then one more attack. AC 17 for the third time in a row. Jeez. This time it is for six slashing. Ouch. Jesus. Okay. Are you rolling the white dice, Chris? Oh, I'm just grabbing some of the mini dice I have. <laughs> so. Those poor white dice, they got such a bad rap, man. <laughs> so so if I do that, does that mean that I'm dodging the whole entire time? Like, if, if you had. If on your last turn, if you had run up and just punched once and then used your bonus action for patient defense, then all the attacks that these guys would have on you right now, they would all be with disadvantage. Okay. Well, now I know I know to use that, so... Yeah, I mean, you're trying to figure out a monk. You've never played one before, so... It's totally okay. I'll just give you a hard time about it later. <laughs> so, let's see... So from underneath um, some of the yellow fabric that is over the cages, a third Quagoth comes out from underneath. Oh boy. Mother trucker. And it it shoots this uh, spike out at uh, the monk. Uh-oh. I was gonna try to hit you with this with this spike that kind of shoots out of his forearm. So that is for AC uh, 20. Oof. That will hit. Okay. So it, it is uh, three points of piercing damage. Okay. Are you doing anything in response to that? Yeah, which I think can't you knock it back? You can use your reaction to deflect or catch the missile when you're hit by a ranged weapon attack. When you do so, the damage you take from the attack is reduced by 1d8 plus um, 1d10 plus 8. If you reduce the damage to zero, you have a free hand. You can spend one key point to make a ranged attack with a range of 20 to 60 feet. Okay, so nice. So I will try that. Okay, 1d10. You got it. You got it. Okay, so four. So that would be. 12. 12, okay, so, so you reduced all of the damage. And then what does it say after that in the description of Deflect Missiles? If you have a free hand, you can spend one key point to make a ranged attack um, with a range of 20 to 60 feet. And you're just going to use your regular attack bonus and damage bonus with this spike. 12 to hit. It's 12 to hit. Okay, unfortunately you miss. But but this, this Quagoth comes out from underneath this blanket. It shoots this spike out of its arm and you spin around and you catch it over your shoulder and then you spin around again and you throw it back and, it, and, you, and you miss it but you didn't take any of the damage that was hot <laughs> <laughs> Syndra's there like cool <laughs> De- deflect missiles is a really fun ability um, okay so 
that is that one there. So then it is uh, Riki, our battle master fighter. Riki smells blood. So Riki is gonna run up and he's still uh, so he's still got advantage on this attack because uh, it's not the end of his turn yet. Uh, so he is going to make an, make a short turn attack on B. Running up here. Yep. Making a short short attack on B. Got it. Yes. So with advantage. And what's the damage die? <coughs> so twenty-six to hit. Ooh. That definitely hits. <laughs> For seven damage. Seven damage. Seven on B. And step in the Hang on, hang on. Uh, he is going to you uh, uh, burn a superiority die for distracting strike. So he's down there being really annoying. Uh, he really, adds, really annoying. Yep, really, really annoying. <laughs> uh, and he adds another seven points of damage. Uh, for and uh, the next attack against him for somebody other than me has advantage before the start of my next turn. Any attack roll? So when you hit with a weapon attack, you can expend one superiority, superiority die to add the total to the damage roll, and the next attack roll against the target by an attacker other than you has advantage. Awesome. Very cool. You're doing a. Uh, Ricky's doing a great deal of. Battlemaster distracting in this fight. <laughs> okay, so after Riki, so okay, so Kai, it is your turn, and your first attack against B has advantage because right. again, because of Riki, who is basically setting you up to, to knock these guys down. Riki Tiki's hobby. All I right. set them up, you knock them down. <laughs> Unflurry of blows. Um Okay. Well, a flurry of blows is what you would do after your first attack if you wanted to do that. Okay, so my first attack then is going to be an unarmed strike. Yep. yep. And that's going to be uh, 25 to hit. Nice. Jesus and Christ. that's going to be for six. Six. Okay, so you uh, do like a stepping stone kick. You bring up one one leg and then you jump off the other one and you use the leg you jumped off of to kick that Quagoth in the head and it goes flying back against the wall and its head smashes into the wall and then it falls down and it stops moving. Yes. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to use my bonus action to cast um, <laughs> You're not casting, but uh, I'm used, I'm doing the um, patient defense. Okay, so, so you're using the key point so that all attacks against you have disadvantage. Yes. Cool. Very cool. All right. So you take this defensive martial arts stance. Watcha! <laughs> <laughs> All right. If so everybody hasn't figured it out, Chris really likes monks. I do. <laughs> He's a monkey person. What? Uh, <laughs> I do like monks, and, and, and I, 
I want Greg to be able to uh, take advantage of all the cool features of Unlock, even if he decides that ultimately it's not what he wants. I want him to get a good feel for the abilities. Um, so now we move on to Britannia. Yeah, okay. Our human yeah. bard. <laughs> babe. Um, babe. 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 I'm a babe. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what am I gonna do? Let's see. <clears throat> I use my mage hand to slap one of them across the face. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> batch slap. Batch Did slap. You do it again? Shot back. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't take my lines. <laughs> um, I'm gonna move up 10 feet. Yep. And I'm going to look at this weirdo that just popped out of the cages and be like, You drive me crazy. Your face is bleak. I'm so excited. You're getting weak. <laughs> Greg wasn't oh, Greg, there. Greg missed Greg it. Damn it. Oh. Oh. Greg missed it. <laughs> So vicious mockery. <laughs> vicious mockery. Wisdom I, saving throw. I like your vicious mockery. <laughs> Wisdom saving throw, please. Wisdom saving throw. Here we go. Uh, 14. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> My vicious mockery did not connect. Okay. So you, da, da, no, no, no. The, the magical energy of your words doesn't quite get through to this to this quagoff. <laughs> Greg, you just missed some some really great singing from Sarah. You would have loved it. Oh, <laughs> you totally missed it. oh no! Sorry, <laughs> Britannia. It's okay. <laughs> okay, so we are back up to the top with uh, Syndra, our human wizard. Okay. All right, so she is going to uh, stick with the resource conservation for now. So she's going to twitch her hand and send a bolt of fire at the, uh, let's see here, at A, I guess. That's, yeah, I'll do that. Cool. You're, you're casting what now? Uh, I think it's uh, da 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 Firebolt. Firebolt, okay. Again, yeah. So. Okay. Oh, man, that's not great damage, but oh well. Uh, so it's going to be for AC 21 to hit. That definitely hits. Uh, but only for two. Two damage on A with the fire. Yep. I don't you flick your hand and the firebolt comes flying out and hits it in the shoulder. Yeah. She doesn't have anything she could do with her bonus action, so... Yeah. Alright. So that's her. Okay. Uh, let's see. So now it is on to the Quagoths. So, uh, Quagoth C is going to try the same thing again. It's going to shoot a spike at the one that's beating up his friend. Uh, Mr. Half-Elf Monk. Ah. Monkey, 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 monkey. Ooh. 
It's AC 16. Um, is that with disadvantage? No. Uh, oh, you're right. Because you are in your patient defensive stance. Yes. In which case, it is AC uh, 13. That will miss. Okay, so you're in this defensive martial arts stance, and it can't seem to connect. So then, Word. <laughs> then A is going to take uh, two, two claw attacks on you. Now, A is right along in the path of his shot. A should be getting hit by whatever it is C is dishing out. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I got to do this with disadvantage. I got to remember patient defense. Or 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 failing to dish out. You know, okay. As it may be. So this one, it's AC 14. That will miss also. Okay, again, you spin out of the way using a martial arts move and you don't get hit. That's cool. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and there was one more attack from this guy, I think, right? Oh yeah, two claw attacks. Okay. That one was AC 12. That will also miss. Nice job, Jump and flip nice. up out of the way. Getting all Getting matrixy. Good job done. I'm channeling my inner Kinu Reeves. <laughs> Kinu? Kinu. 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 Who's Kinu? Kinu, Kinu Reeves? Keanu. Oh, Keanu Reeves. Sorry for the mispronunciation. <laughs> you should be. On. <laughs> moving on to Ricky. Ricky. Tiki uh, Tabi. Fighter Kobold. Uh, Ricky Tiki Tabi. Tiki Tabi. Gonna take his shot at A. We'll throw it away. <laughs> with advantage due to pack tactics. Ooh, yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, Ricky, you have pack tactics. Yes, thank you for reminding me. <laughs> uh, and he is going to critical, which is good. Yeah. One on the damage die. Nice. <laughs> so critical. Oh. And this was hey, well, at least sword? it's better. It's a two. Uh, <laughs> uh, but he will go ahead and put uh, some stank on that. Yeah, he'll put a little, like, a little extra stank on that. Uh, with uh, another distracting strike to add totals 11 damage and the next attack again 11 11 11 next attack against him that is not mine has advantage oh all right so once again Ricky is very distracting in combat (laughs) well it's a giant life (laughs) (laughs) giant ass bird so All right, so we move on. So now it is Guy's turn. Okay. Um, and I had advantage, but I do not now. Well, no, you do again because of the you do again strike. because he's just because Ricky is distracting him again. Oh, you're the best, Ricky. All right. Hey, Ricky, you're so fine. You're so it's fine. You're fine. Hey, Ricky. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to. Now, I don't have to do the um, defensive thing again, do I? Or do, do I have to? It, it's it? up to you. I mean, I mean, you have four key points. So, okay. so far, you've only used one. one for patient defense that round. You can use it for... Um, uh, who used one to return the missile. That's right. You did fire it back because you managed to... Um, you managed yeah. to reduce the damage yeah. to zero. zero. Yeah. yeah. So, so far, you've used half of your key points that you're going to okay. have for the adventure. Okay. 
So, I mean, you don't have to keep on using them in this fight if you want to conserve a couple of them for later. Okay. So I'm that. just going to attack twice here. Okay. So, um, so Flurry of Blows here. 22 to hit. That will definitely hit. And that is going to be for f- four um, for the first attack. Well, hold on. You get plus four to the damage. So how can that be four? Well, I'm sorry. So five. Miss adding. All right. So you grab that quack off the back of the head and you jump up and you knee him in the face. (laughs) He's so good at describing the damage for monks. (laughs) Ah, damn it. I wish I saw this. The thing landed as a three on here, but that's fine. All right. So attack number two. Two. This one, unfortunately, does not have advantage. Okay, so regular attack. Hindsight being 2020, I probably should have moved around to the side. All right, so (laughs) that is going to be for 22 again and for 8. 22 for 8 damage. Okay, so that uh, bloodies that Quagoth. You spin around and give him an elbow in the back of the head. Nice. nice. All right. Monks are tough. So, Britannia, it is your turn. Okay. Oops. What do I want to do? <laughs> you, everything you've been doing has been very entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to take that. <laughs> take it's it good. Oh, this, this is going to be a great tonight. episode. This is this is cool. We've got fun characters. <laughs> I, I, I love bards. I love bards because no matter who plays them. <laughs> It, it's always fun. Chris and John traumatizing me as much as they could uh, when I was the DM. Traumatizing. Traumatizing. That was some of the most fun that I've had in 30 years was, was, was barding it up with John. <laughs> See, Sarah, you don't have a guitar. You should have, like... I, oh. I, do, I do have a guitar. But she's got her voice, though, and I think that's quite... You should have brought quite, your saxophone. Quite effective. Oh, no, that would no. not have come across well no. on a podcast, I don't no. think. What are those things that you switch I... back and forth? <laughs> kind of have, like, piano keys on it? Uh, like Oh, accordions? An accordion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would have been cool. I was going to do Britannia as a popera singer, but I don't know. She could opera? still, she could still uh, break out into it, but maybe later. <laughs> um, I guess she's going to continue to attempt to moxie with okay. her moxie. <laughs> moxie with her moxie. Just gonna okay. look at him and be like, oh, "Oops, I looked at your face. <laughs> it's me so. Uh-huh. Need to get out. Saving throw. <laughs> I need some space. Oh <laughs> my god, this is killing me. It's awesome. Wisdom saving throw, please. Wisdom save. That is a five. That would be a fail. So that will be three points of psychic damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was on yeah. Monster A. On Monster C. On Monster C. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, the magic behind your words. Gets and he has creature. disadvantage on the next attack roll it makes before the end of its next turn. Nice. Disadvantage next attack. Good shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Syndra, 
right. human wizard. All right, so Syndra's going to take a step down so she can see both of her foes. Uh, she's going to say, uh, let's see how you guys like this. And she's going to wiggle her fingers. And three little darts of energy are going to come out. Uh, she's going to take the gamble and send just one of them at A and two of them at C. Okay. So magic missile. Thank you. Magic missile. It's fun. Magic right. missile's fun. Right, so we'll send the big D4 at A. Yeah. Two little ones. I'll find them. Do, do. Where are my Caltraps? Caltraps. It's weird rolling damage for a character with a D4. There's a Caltrap. <laughs> I, think when you get to, I think when you get to fifth level, it's a D6. Ah. It's very unsatisfying, though, because a D4 just doesn't roll. No, it throbs. Okay. This mini, I think, is really cool. That is a really cool, mini. A cool mini. I like her oh, hair. Very shiny. Which one is? This oh. is the wizard mini. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> All right, so the the damage on A is, let's see here, three points total, because it's the D4 plus one, right? So three. Yep. Three yep. on A. Okay, takes it. Bam. Dang. I gambled poorly. Uh, but I am going to do, let's see here. It was five. a calculated risk, but damn it, so, I'm bad at math. Six, seven points of damage. <laughs> seven points of damage total on C. All right, and two missiles hit C. Bam, bam. Okay, so she'll stay where she is, and I think that's her action. Okay. Work off my spell slot. All right, so let's see. We have C, who just took some psychic damage and magic missile damage. It's simply going to run up to what's right in front of it. Uh-oh. And uh, it has disadvantage um, on this attack, though. Um, sorry, I think we missed something. Doesn't uh, your uh, skill cause it to run away on its next turn? No, that was Dissonant Whispers. That was Dissonant Whispers. No. Was dissonant whispers. Okay. This All is, right. yeah, cantrip instead of spell. And I that's think. right away, not yeah. even on its next turn, but yeah. Oh, oh Okay. I, I only viciously mocked. I didn't whisper gently this time. Uh, yeah, so it tries to attack you, but it has disadvantage because of the mockery. Mm. And with a low number, it is AC 11. That'll miss. All right. And then it's multi-attack, a second attack, uh, regular. Here we go. Ooh, AC 23. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. <laughs> For five slashing. so it couldn't it couldn't see you properly through its tears on the first hit uh, it shook um, them off in a fit of rage a fit of rage yeah (laughs) from the bottom of a broken heart All right, John. Is there any? Uh, is there anything going on with you and in, in your in your battle master stuff right now? Is this guy attacked you? Uh, negatory. Okay, just checking out in case I forgot something that you did. Um, so this one here is going to do a multi attack on you. Just regular. Just making sure. Doing a claw attack. 
Ooh, AC7. Uh, Riki laughs at him. <laughs> Attack number two with the claw. Ooh, AC8. <laughs> Riki laughs even harder at him. <laughs> uh, then it goes on to Riki, our Battle Master fighter. Okay. Uh, Riki is going to take a step around to where the A marker is. Okay. Uh, this time. Yeah, play, do actual good tactics. And... <laughs> yeah, Battle Master. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's going to just. Uh, let's see. Yep, uh, make an attack with advantage. Okay. Why is that? Uh, it's still pack tactics. Ah, very good. Um, that will hit a C. Where is my attack here? <laughs> uh, 23. That's a great hit. For, again, minimum damage of six. Okay, but I'm not gonna stab him any. in the side with a short sword. Yeah, but I'm not going to burn any more superior superiority die on this guy. Okay, no more superiority dies. Got it. Oh, yeah, he is just so bloody already. Yeah. <laughs> so then it is uh, Kai, our half-elf monk. Oh. Right. Ah... Uh... So let's see. So I guess we're just gonna beat up on a uh, monster. Monster A here. A. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, so I'm assuming you want to step down for flanking. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Okay. Take advantage of its distraction. Distract. Oh, <laughs> critical, dude. Nice. Oh, yeah. Finish him off. All right, so I rolled one. So roll. How many do I roll of these? Just two? It's just 2d4. Okay. So it'll be three. So it'll be seven. Seven. Seven Seven damage? Yep. Okay. Seven. Um, You give him a hook kick to the side of the head and it goes down. Yay. Yay. Alright. You're two for two there, Kai. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh see, do I have enough move to get up to C? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So you're at five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. Okay, so I can use my last attack with advantage. Hi, Kai. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> And that one's going to be for 20 for seven. 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 Run up behind that guy and kidney punch him. <laughs> Assuming he has a kidney. You fall. This is kind of fun. He's <laughs> <laughs> liking the damage output. Oh, well, and then if, if you start stunning things, it gets really busted because then they basically can't respond and everybody else has advantage, right? If they're well, stunned. At, at fifth level, you get, you, get, um, you get extra attack, which means yeah. that without spending any key points, you can attack three times around. Yeah. And, and you're doing a, a D6 each time. So, so it's right. three attacks around with D6 damage at fifth level. You know, right. obviously as you go higher you get you get um, D8s and D10s for damage and stuff like that so 
Right, but I was asking if Stunning Strike gave everybody advantage on attacks against a creature if it yes. actually gets stunned. Yes, yeah. once, it, once it gets stunned, everybody has uh, advantage on the attack. Yeah. Um, yeah. Britannia is the only one allowed to be stunning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Britannia, our human bard, it is your turn, young lady. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Babe. Babe. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Are you wearing a shirt that's like kind of like tied over the belly? No. <laughs> but, but, but it is a crop top. <laughs> I was talking about your character. Oh. <laughs> is your character wearing pigtails? And, and a, a mini skirt. Stick with the classic chainmail bikini, all right? No. Uh-uh. <laughs> I will. We're referencing the video, John. Her first video. I prefer the Catholic school thing. <laughs> uh, Britannia. Okay, Britannia. 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 <laughs> Hmm. I need to pick a song. Next next adventure for the last one, you should be like a traveling group that are all bards. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank be you. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'd be hilarious. A boy band. Bye, bye, bye. Backstreet bye. Bullies. Bye, bye, bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like four different flavors of arts because there's a lot of Back colleges works, at this point. So. Oh man, <laughs> some crazy race, right? <laughs> All different ones. Kind of like the, the Spice Girls, only the Spice Boys. You could all be changelings. You could all look like a different group in every town. That would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just sell tickets that way. <laughs> Okay, so she is going to <sighs> do some more mocking. Okay. Do you wish you smockering? Mockering. She's gone British it's, now. It, it's Britney, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I look at your face. I just want to turn around and run from you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wisdom give save. Give me, give me wisdom save and throw. Because <laughs> uh, sometimes she cries. <laughs> that's a two. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's a fail. <laughs> um, I only rolled that's a awesome. one for my psychic damage, though. Psychic. Right, it takes one psychic damage. Oh, no. And it has disadvantage on its next attack roll. All right. Vicious. That was Britannia, yeah. our human bard. And our backup to Syndra, our human wizard. Bard. Okay. Oh. Take it, Syndra. <laughs> All right, so she's gonna um, zip up to the end of that cell there, the, the cell block, and she's gonna say, "I can do this." And she kind of looks at Kai. She's like, "Just trust me." And she puts up her hands like this, and she casts Burning Hands. But because she is an evocation mage, 
Uh, she is going to spell sculpt it so that none of the fire touches Kai. And uh, if there's a prisoner in that block that's uh, down three squares that would get hit, she'll keep it from hitting that. Yeah, if there's one in the end block, because Chris, I think the the corner base 15 foot template would only hit Kai and then one of those cells. Am I right? Uh, let see. Corner base 15 foot. Is that 15? Oh, did she do that? Oh man. Are there creatures in all of those cells? No, there's only there's, there's creatures in these two. So, so and the, this, okay, this so she would she would protect that one too, and, and Kai. She can protect. I think it's um, one plus the spells level. Okay. So she's doing a level Kai burning, is burning hands. I'll sweating. double check that. Um, so this magical burning. flame, this magical flame washes out from Cinder's hands, and it seems to deliberately open up spaces around the. Uh, Kuotoa in that cell um, and around work, bitch! Around Around Kai. Kai, yep. (laughs) Ah. Kai goes right around them. Yep. So then that is going to be a uh, dexterity Um, save, I believe. I believe it is. Yep, dexterity save, please. Okay. Got a six. That fails, so it is going to take the full 3d6 damage. So let me get some dices. He's not even bloody yet, either. Burning hands is awesome! Burning hands. (laughs) Let's do all little dice. Not feeling The The magic sculpting thing is very cool as well. That's one of the things that I like about the evocation mages. Not the best, but not the worst. Alright, so... Uh, that is going to be for eight. Eight damage. Eight right, fire. So you bloody that Quagoth, bringing him down to less than half his maximum hit points with your ow, fire ow. that definitely yes. moves away from Kai and away from the the Kutoa in the cell. Okay. Kai says, thank you, Sindra. I don't know if would be bloody, because wouldn't you have uh, cauterized it? <laughs> <laughs> Stop being a John, John. Oh, my God, John. <laughs> he's, he's Ricky Tabby okay. right now. He's not John. No, no see, right. Ricky is John. <laughs> <laughs> really, really annoying. Well, well that's yeah. it for Syndra. Well, he's not as chaotic as some of his other characters, though. And so, so the Quagoth is going to attack back with the person that just burned it. You right. attack, and but I'll with attack disadvantage... Yeah. Oh, with disadvantage on this attack because of the He's still crying mockery. for my bitch's mockery. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, bitch, cry. <laughs> <laughs> AC9. That'll miss. That'll miss. Oh, attack so number two. Awesome. Hucks it with the staff. Regular attack number two. Uh, that's only AC 13. Does that hit that, you with your mage armor? That will also miss because with mage armor, she has AC 15. All right. So it tries to hit you, but it sort of sees this magical uh, illusion around it, which is the which is the mage armor coming through, and it makes it uh, miss. And it doesn't it doesn't attack into the actual flesh. It just attacks into this uh, magical armor that you have on. So then we go to uh, Riki. It is your Ricky turn. smells more blood. Battlemaster fighters. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Yeah, Ricky smells more blood, so he's gonna go rushing in, and he is gonna make another making a short sort attack with advantage still. All right, pack tactics. This kobold is a lot of fun. We're <laughs> very much packed at this point. <laughs> there was a joke there. Uh, and. <laughs> <laughs> Criticals again? Yes! Yes, Ricky. Nice. And it rolls on there. Uh, Six plus five is 11. 11. 11. 11. Dead. I'm just kidding. I don't know if he's dead. Um, no, he, it, he stabbed it in the stomach. It, it looks it looks pretty badly hurt, but it's still standing. It, yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, I'm pretty not gonna burn bed. Yeah, uh, double uh, superiority die. I, I'm tempted to, but I've only got two left, and I don't know if we're gonna yeah, get another short. Yeah, I understand. Yep. So, they got eleven. Awesome. All right. Good job, Battlemaster Fire. Anything else? Uh, nope, that'll do. All right, Kai or half elf monk. All right. I'm excited about this attack. With advantage. With advantage. advantage. All right. And to hit is going to be uh, 23. 23. You elbow it on the back of the skull. And that's going to be four, six. And crush the skull in. I'm all excited. Final hit on all three of them. <laughs> nice. Uh, okay, back to monk power. Combat is over. Karali activates the seal in that room, so that is one of the four. And okay. then she leads you across the hallway. This is just across the okay. hall from that room. Uh, before we leave the room, I kind of like look at uh, Kai and be like, uh, my, my friend, you look like you, you took some damage. Are you okay to move on? Yes, I, I'm feeling uh, some pains. Uh, so maybe a, a, a rest might be uh, appropriate. I kind of look at Karali and be like, is there anywhere here that is even safe to do something like that? Or do we have to just move on? Uh, she thinks to you, um, there are other illithids here in uh, on, on the ship. I, I, I can't guarantee that we would not be discovered, but we could we could try. I'm not, I'm not really sure. I, I could okay. give you some cure wounds. Ah. Can you now, Britannia? Healing I magic. will heal you. Nice color. Love it. Where do you touch him when you heal him? <laughs> At the, the bottom t- of his broken heart. <laughs> that doesn't involve my pee pee. <laughs> That's where tank. I had to get touched. <laughs> Or his taint. <laughs> yeah, that's where the healing goes. The taint. <laughs> it taints where the healing no, goes taint. for me. <laughs> taint happening there. And you'll feel stronger. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. 
yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. Okay, so that's 2d8 plus 3s, so I roll that, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so it's going to be 14. Ooh, nice. Very nice. That's awesome. Thank you. I am at full hit points now. Yeah. Wow. Right. So our bard heals the monk, and then we move along into this room. So a pungent odor permeates this chamber, assaulting mm, yeah. our senses even from the open doorway. A number of shelves and cabinets are ransacked. Glass debris and broken tables litter the room. Four creatures lay motionless on the floor, resembling a large shriveled brain with four clawed limbs protruding from the sides. Ew. Ricky <laughs> once fell down a hole into a uh, skunk den. It was very much like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sindra kind of like whispers to Karina she's like what what do you think happened here or is this a result of the madness I don't think I've smelled anything like this before but maybe it's, I might have I might have to think about it Karali, it's I, I toxic okay. I'm stepping out <laughs> <laughs> so yeah Sindra um, uh, Karali says that that the um, these are intellect devourers they do not appear to be alive uh, Riki's gonna take a quick look around for some snacks. <laughs> uh, Seventeen perception. <laughs> Seventeen perception. Uh, let's see. Yeah. I don't know what you're. Sin- Syndra would investigate the room too. But uh, separate good luck Ricky. to you uh, if you're eating anything from here. It smells foul. Uh, you don't find any particular uh, food there, Riki. Ah. Uh. Oh, uh, what's your investigation check, Syndra? Uh, you want me to... Uh, sorry, I hadn't rolled it yet. Hang on. Uh, uh, how do we do? Uh, not great, not terrible. Let's say 15. 15. Okay. So, uh, as you're moving around the room and investigating, you find a... Uh, what you're pretty sure is a pressure plate trap in the middle of the room. Cool. Okay. All right, so I pointed out and said we need to be careful in here. This seems to be a trap of some kind. It's a trap. <laughs> so I pointed out to everybody else. Yeah, I mean you can clearly indicate where the where the, pla- okay. uh, the where the where the plate is. It's, yeah, it's, it's right. It's right here in the square. There's okay. Your plate here. Yep. So Syndra would point it out and tell everybody to avoid it. Okay. Thank you. No wonder Riki didn't see it. Traps aren't edible. (laughs) (laughs) You really are an odd bird. (laughs) A bird? Riki is dragon. Kind of turn to uh, Corrali and say, is this uh, another room where we need to uh, activate a seal? Or are we just passing through? She she moves around the, the trap and goes over here to this wall. And there's another seal there, and she activates that seal. That was easy. Two down. That was, that was easy. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have one of those buttons on my desk at work. <laughs> For when it's easy? Yes. How often do you press it? Not that much. <laughs> I hear that. You should have like a this day sucks button. 
Yeah, that would probably be <laughs> the more appropriate one that would be pushed all the time. I've heard that those time. buttons can be reprogrammed. Really? Yeah. We can reprogram. That was sucky. <laughs> <laughs> that suck balls. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. Mother, mother, fuck. Mother, mother, fuck. <laughs> are, are they technically bards? <laughs> Who Jay and Silent Bob? They might be, right? Might be. That would be uh, hilarious. Well, I, I don't. I don't think that Silent Bob. No. Is a bard. No. 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 He's a Jedi. Oh, I he, can't wait to see that new. He mo- could be a monk. That would make him monk. Yes. Yeah. It'd be fun. <laughs> Can somebody play Jay and Silent Bob with me, please? <laughs> <laughs> I would be too tall to be Silent Bob. John, will you be Silent Bob? I'll be Jay. In care, Greg would make a good Silent Bob character. Yeah, in character in the game, Greg. Who cares if your character is shorter? (laughs) (laughs) And we could tag them on Twitter when we release those episodes, and maybe smoochy booches, smoochy booches. The fun thing with Silent Bob is he always gets the great one-liners. Yes, this is true. <laughs> the sign on the back of the fan Critters <laughs> of Hollywood. You don't. They actually had a movie uh, <laughs> physical location open in New Jersey. At the Jay and Silent oh, Bob's yeah. secret stash. Yeah. yeah. Well, I want to go there someday. <laughs> well, you can get it um, order via GoBelly. They'll send it right to you. Mm. Oh, movies? Yeah. I want a movie burger. It, me too. <laughs> they come with um, burgers and they come with the chocolate-covered pretzels. Mm. Oh, man. Now I'm crazy. Gee, would burgers. you like a chocolate-covered pretzel? <laughs> <laughs> the stink <laughs> uh. Mall rats. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> So... So Karali leads you further through the ship. Okay. Uh, you come into this area, and um, she notices something in this room. So she comes over this way, and over here against this wall, um, there is a mind flare there. Oh. So, uh, weird doggy. Oh, so, boy. So there's a mind flare leaning against the wall. It's it's leaning against oh, the wall and it's okay, motionless. Sorry. There's a, a set of four tendrils about the size of an average human's um, arm that extend from a fleshy patch against the wall. And these tendrils seem to have embedded themselves in the mind flare's shoulders. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So Karali sees this. More tendrils. Is- and... She thinks. Is this something we shouldn't disturb? She she thinks to the group. She says, "This is Dralkit, uh, an, an arcanist and one of the colony's main scientists. I can't read his thoughts directly, but I can feel his mind calling out. He seems to be in a great deal of pain." I uh, turn to her and say, "Is there something we can do without?" Uh, provoking these tendrils that have attacked him ourselves. Uh, she she thinks to you. Well, the tendrils could be damaged, and that would perhaps free free him from from his uh, his pain and suffering. 
If we free him, do you think he will attack us? You said that they, they don't tend to like other creatures. As, as I said in, in the cave, I will um, do my best to defend you if that becomes necessary. I kind of turn to the others and whisper, what, what do you think? Should we try to maybe set him free, attack these things from range? Let's free this creature from his pain. Yeah, 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 really yeah. What's that? <laughs> Ricky thinks that sounded really sinister. <laughs> Free this creature from its pain. <laughs> so, so you guys tell me what you want to do. Um, yeah. Ricky never knows what to do. Ricky just tell do what. So, I, I would attack the tentacles and yeah. free the 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 creature from. Sin- prison. Yeah, Syndra is going to try to use one of her ranged attacks against it. I'm just trying to figure out which thing I want to do. How many tendrils? There's um it's it's not really important. I mean essentially all of you working together through a variety of karate chops and flame blasts and sword slices and so on, you all managed to hack through all of the tendrils and, and free uh, draw kit okay. from from the wall from uh, from the tendrils. Okay. So, draw kit seems to uh, regain his senses, and he's uh, very thankful. And he 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 talks about the fact that he too attempted to sway his people from the path of genocide, only to have his energy siphoned to empower the ritual of madness uh, punishing him for his rebellion that's that's all that he really knows with regard to what is happening currently on the ship with the colony and the elder brain okay. but uh, he does he does offer to imprint uh, something that is called a what is it it's called a qualith and if he imprints this on your mind, it will allow you to possibly operate certain um, portions of the ship. Hmm. So, so he offers to imprint this into the mind of all of you. It, 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 it's sort of like giving you a memory or giving you like uh, you know a bit of instructions mentally, so that you know how to do something on the ship that you wouldn't otherwise know how to do. Sindra's kind of like, oh, fascinating. <laughs> so she's all about it. <laughs> She agrees. Interesting. <laughs> um, is anybody else? Like, I don't know about the rest of you. I would but, uh, I'd like to be able to control this thing. I would definitely. Ricky's not sure about having his mind minded. Uh, Karali says that you are under no obligation to accept. Kai is there. Okay. So, yeah. so um, Drawkit uh, imprints the Qualith in the mind of Syndra. And Kai, so so you have it now. Okay. It seems very obvious that even though Drakkar has regained his senses, that he is still very badly injured. Was it was it Syndra? You made the medicine check on Karali in yeah. the cave. Yeah. So so you you think that his wounds may actually uh, be fatal? Oh jeez. I mean, once once he once he was free, he regained his senses, but he's he's so weak, and uh, he he looks so so bad off from his wounds that you think that he may actually be very close to expiring. Uh, 
kind of turn to Karali and be like, do, do you think there's anything that I could do for him? Like, would basic healing work for injuries of these kind? Uh, make another medicine check. Okay. Please make another medicine check. Um, I can help because I have um, a pretty good medicine um, thing. Uh, so do, I can do help. you have a desire in trying to help? Yes, because I have plus yeah. four in medicine. So okay, if the two of you want to work together, then one of you can make a check with okay. advantage. So I'll help Kate. Say, I mean, right. Okay. Okay. So, so go ahead, Tinder, make it with all right. advantage. Yeah, you've got the higher modifier than me, but I'm the one who started it, so it should be. Hopefully, my dice continue to be nice. Uh, Ada Ryan, where's my other D20? Come on. All right. Okay. All right, so that'll be a uh, 20. 20, okay. Yep. So the two of you work together to try to assess Drakut's condition. And you, you feel that his wounds may not be solely physical. Oh. You, you get the sense that there really isn't anything that can be done for him, that, that physical healing um, is not enough. Okay. And... Karali basically encourages everyone to sort of make him comfortable and so she sort of sits him down along the wall and then she realizes that, that the room that you're, that you're next to right there has the beds in it. She asks everybody to help him into the room and, oh, yeah. and she lays him on a bed. So he says that he believes that the key to stopping the ritual involves um, communing with the elder brain and uh, the qualith is a sequence that should be useful in, in contacting the elder is what the qualith actually is okay and then a few moments after that uh, he seems to pass away jeez okay. oh, uh, you do see who has a high passive perception uh, mine is not me 15. <laughs> oh well, oh. 12 for Perception. 12, Mine's 12 for passive. Yeah. 13 for passive perception. Uh, I, think, yeah. I think you win. Yeah. 10, ten for perception, 15 for investigation, but okay. my perception so, is So, Britannia, you see <laughs> what you think is, is a scroll, like sort of tucked under his robe. Me thinks he might have some secrets under there. Whoa. Double entendre. <laughs> uh, do you take right. a scroll? Um, yes. Okay. okay. So, so you're able to identify it as a uh, scroll of lesser restoration. Oh. Yeah. 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 I mean, I have that spell, so like, if someone else can use it. Uh, uh what are the rules for that? Uh, I potentially could if you. If uh, you the, think. the the rules are that a scroll can be used by only by a class that has it on their spell list. Okay. Oh, and I don't have spells, so it wouldn't be me. Well, it's, it's on the so, wizard spell list, right? Is is that where you get your yeah. spells from, uh, Britannia? Well, yeah. uh, Britannia? well, she's she's a bard. I don't know where hers. Oh right, yeah, she has her own spell list. Yeah, right. right. But let, let me double check if I've got it on mine. Hang on. Okay. If I were adding spells. Pause for station identification. Stand by. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, that's cantrips. Let's go to first. It's the first level spell. You're right? listening to spell jammers. Is it first, first or second level? Knights of role play. What's that? I think it's second level. Second. Yeah. Okay. Um, Let's see. Take a look. It says knights of role play, right? I know. I just, <laughs> I just corrected myself from spell jammers because we're not in spell jammers right now. <laughs> I don't see it on my list. I do not think that it's a wizard spell. I think it's like bards and clerics and paladins get it. It sounds like it says bard, cleric, paladin, druid, ranger. Yeah. And that's it. And artificer. Yeah. So not a sorcerer or wizardy kind of spell. So kind of look at Britannia and say, I I can't use it, unfortunately. can't beat it. So. Okay. So Britannia will hold on to the... Good. Scroll of Lesser Restoration. Saves Apparently. resources. Yeah. Good stuff. You can cast it without using a spell slot. Yep. And there, cool. is a, there is a seal in this room, which Karali activates. So that that's three of the seals. Okay. Sweet. And then she brings you over into this room here. Yeah. You can all kind of see what's Karali? going on in there. Riki's been wondering if this ship goes among the stars how do you keep from crashing into them all the time <laughs> they're really close together we have learned to navigate around them little one <laughs> does the ship like shrink <laughs> <laughs> no there's much more... <laughs> there, there's much more space out there then you realize uh, from the ground. Uh, really? Because I can pull a pinch two stars right between my fingers. Oh I'm my sure lord! <laughs> <laughs> so the walls of this chamber <laughs> are coated with some sort of strange yellowish ichor. Yeah. Five large tentacles uh, extend from the ceiling down into the center of the chamber. One of the tentacle um, ends splits into four smaller tendrils, which are wrapped around the forehead of a mind flare calmly swaying back and forth on its feet. Riki tried to make a home out of a tree once that was infected with slimes. It was an awful lot like this. (laughs) Here's the tentacles, and there's a mind flare down here with the bottom of the tentacle split into four and wrapping around his head. Oh, jeez. I don't like all this, like, tentacle-y stuff that we're going for here. Can we ask her um, what she thinks is going on? Uh, Corelli? Yeah, Corelli. uh, Sindra would ask, is is this another ally that we need to free, or is this this the Elder Rain? Okay, so the last seal... As in this room, and Karali, she, she in answer to your question, she says that that two creatures have to um, activate the qualif uh, inscription um, in order to activate the seal. And okay. she's not exactly sure what is happening with the mind flare with tentacles wrapped around the head, but she feels like it's possible to maybe uh, release him if the tentacle were to have another creature to hold on to. 
She's uh, not 100 sure. This is all kind of new things to her. You know, she left the colony uh, when things were going so crazy. So Riki should cut off tentacles here. <laughs> well, she talks about holding on to not not trying to destroy. If we provoke the one, we may provoke them all. Hmm. Uh, is there an obvious place yeah. where the Qualis inscription is in the room? Like, where is it relative to everything else? Uh, yes, there's there's like one over here and one over here. So do we okay. both have to touch it? Is, is there a way for us to get to these to uh, it, to activate them without provoking these these things, do you think? Uh, Karali feels that, yes, that is possible. Okay, I'm going to turn to Kai and look at the others and be like, the, the rest of you uh, stay out of trouble. Uh, let's try this. All right. So Ricky will she'll... gladly stay out of trouble. Yeah. Let's let's uh, give it our best. Okay. So, uh, so, so, Karali does warn, does warn um, Kai and Syndra that if you uh, attempt to access the inscription, that if you are not a mind flare, it it could be somewhat harmful. Oh. Oh. I don't, I don't see that we have much choice in this situation. I mean, you're you're fully healed at this point, right, my friend? So you are as well as you can be. Yes. Before we try this. Yes. Well, it's a, a new experience, huh? Let's let's try it. Yes. Let's uh, let's go and see how it outcome. Okay. Might be yeah. well. Okay. As they're doing that, Riki's gonna move. Also, move in and uh, stand next to uh, that mind flare that's all wrapped up. Because mm-hmm. kind of curious about that. Okay. So, so you go down to look at that yep. seal, right? Yep. So, uh, when you do, you hear what you believe to be. Um, the the thoughts of the mind fair that is trapped in the tentacle. Okay. And you hear these maddening whispers in your mind. Uh, it seems to be sort of laughing like madly. It speaks to you through this sort of maddening laughter and offers that it will read the other seal if someone will take its place. Oh boy. Hmm. Do we all hear that? Or just them two? No, everybody does. Everybody hears that. I, I don't know. So, uh, essentially, essentially what your options are here is you have two inscriptions. If you try to activate the second inscription, uh, it, it could be bad because you're not a mind flare. So this, this individual who is wrapped up in the tentacle has that understanding. Sounds a little crazy, but is willing to basically um, stop you from taking the risk of activating their inscription because it is itself a mind flare. So it would basically be taking the danger away from you activating the inscription. Okay. Uh, it also sounds a little bit crazy. Look at Corelli and go, how, how do we get somebody free from the tentacles if they allow themselves to re- replace this this being? This uh, the, the maddening whispers and laughter in the mind. He's, <laughs> you simply come over. And they will let go of my face, and they will grab a hold of yours. Ricky takes a step back. Ricky <laughs> had enough trouble with the uh, slime tree. Thank you. 
how how does a person get free from these tentacles? Because it seems like you won't be free unless somebody replaces you. I, I doubt your need to to siphon the psychic energy from an individual. You will become a power source. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, the battery. He doesn't have any psychic energy, so. <laughs> Oh no, I disagree. <laughs> uh, this seems like a, a, a crazier idea than the one here. And so, so, so Karali, Karali thinks to the group and says that based on the madness of ritual and what little I do know, something is going on in the upper deck that has to do with the elder brain. And it does need a certain amount of psychic energy, which is probably part of what was happening to uh, Dralkit before he passed away. Yeah. I think that it is possibly just as much of a risk to be in the tentacle as it is to activate the inscription for someone yeah. who's not a mind flare. What if Ricky oh, just cuts the tentacles? Do you try to attack it? Wow. What is he gonna do? Uh, he's, he's looking at he's looking at the rest of the party for. Uh, for I direction. think we we try this. Wants to just cut the tentacles. I think we just try this first. I think that there are other tentacles, and that could end uh, poorly. Oh, see, I, I mean, I'll, I'll blow them up if it, I'll blow I'll blow them up if it does. But you know, no, Ricky Ricky is not impulsive. Uh. He's just. Kind of dim. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so kind of look at Karali and say that this seems like it, there are no good options, but this is the most interesting one and seems like the best path. So let's do it. So. Okay, so you attempt okay. to activate the inscription. Yes, I yep, attempt Rick. to activate the, instru- the inscription. I, just to be on the safe side, though. I'm right there too. Yeah. Uh, only one person can activate it. And Cinder yeah. seems to have some sort of interest in this. So, Cindra, I need you to make an intelligence saving throw as the strange psychic energy washes into you. Okay. Oh, come on. I'll see you have all the people to make an, an intelligence saving throw. Oh, not the best roll. But if she were... we'll see if it's enough. Uh, that is a 13. 13. What kind of saving throw was it? Wisdom? Intelligence. Intelligence. Oh, I should have done it. I probably could have passed it. What? Intelligence? Yeah. Cinder's right, a wizard, though. You're though. not an intelligence class, Greg. No, I'm I'm talking out my butt. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, I do have proficiency, and it's a, plus, it's a plus five. I just it rolled shit every now on and the then. same dice that's been rolling great all night. <laughs> so what can you do? So as this strange... You know, illithid psychic energy that you're not familiar with, that you access, uh, it, it floods into your mind and you can't really control it. It, it kind of overwhelms you and you take 11 psychic damage. Oh can, no. That's all right. That's why temporary hit points are there. So. But with, with you and Karali uh, activating the inscriptions, it does activate the seal. Okay. 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 So, okay. Turn around and say, "Well, that was uh, interesting, uh, but well, I think it works." <laughs> <laughs> Do they seem to be like uh, 
spacey or anything, or are they free of the the who's who's they, Greg? The, the two one. that are doing the 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 um inscription. Me and Karali. Yeah, the inscription. Well, Karali is fine because she's a mind flare. Karali's oh. fine. I'm kind of like she's. Cinder obviously took some damage. You she's see her breathing a little bit, but it's not. It is. She's okay. It's, it's a different experience. It was not that that bad. Is, okay. Uh, is the is the tentacle tentacle guy uh, still? He's just kind of swaying and kind of, kind of laughing. You can hear it in your mind. Okay. Uh, yeah. He's not being aggressive or anything. Okay. No, he's kinda just kind of kind of giggling. Seems a little bit crazy. Corrali and say, you know, I mean, I, I'd love to get him out of misery, but I don't want us to get attacked unnecessarily if we still have work to do. So what, what do you think we should do? Should we just move on? Now that we've activated all four of the seals, the ability to uh, reach the the upper deck is now available. Follow me. Okay. All right. All right. So she basically brings everybody down to this. A, a transporter. Emo up, Scotty? Hmm. Dun 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 Britannia starts dancing in effort to distract Ricky from his random commentary. <laughs> okay, so Karali brings do, you. Ooh, 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 ooh. Are you saying hit me, baby, ooh, one more time? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ricky starts making random commentary to distract Britannia from her dancing. <laughs> okay. Right. So while all that's going on, <laughs> a, uh, a floating disc uh, in the center of that room um, starts to bring you all up into the upper part of the ship. Uh, you rise up through the floors of the lair. Moments before you reach the top, you pass in front of a clear surface where you can see dozens of illithids, their heads raised and their tentacles outstretched toward a glowing set of runes in the ceiling. The runes are completely foreign uh, to the alien markings you have seen everywhere else in the lair. Okay, so I'm going to read that one more time. The runes are completely foreign to the alien markings you have seen everywhere else in the lair. So the, the runes don't appear Go to be of, of illithid design. Yes. Hmm. So, and there's not a giant eye, is it? Yeah, do we? You, no, you, you then rise into the upper chamber. <laughs> Set into the center of the floor is a large, dimly glowing pool. The top of a, of a gigantic brain sits above the surface of the murky water within. There are a few smaller pools scattered about as well as a stone pedestal at the north end of the chamber. Four large tentacles extend from the large pool into the floor nearby. This area appears to be positioned directly above the strange rune you saw on the ceiling of the level below. Oh, this one would need a lot of cooking. Let me switch this map real quick here. <sighs> oh my goodness. Yuck. 
Oh, that's a right. fabulous brain so drive. Syndra turns to to Coralia and whispers, "You you said, or your your friend had said we need to commune with the brain using the 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 qualith or the qualith to try to end this. Uh, what what do you think we have to do to do that?" You hear Coralie in your mind. She thinks to you, the elder brain will be alerted the moment we approach the pool. However, this particular elder brain is integrated with the ship's helm. One of you should distract the elder brain by accessing the helm attached to it. I can't use the helm for fear that interaction with the elder brain will cause me to once again fall under its complete control. Instead, I will do my best to shield your group from the elder's senses. This is the okay. only way you can survive an encounter with the elder brain. All right. I'd say uh, Ricky should try. Well, no, that there has to be someone with the qualith to interact with the helm. Am I right? Say again. The the, the ship's helm. The, someone has who has the the qualith or the qualith. I'm I'm mispronouncing yes, it. Okay, yes, so it, okay, Kai, so. it has to be you or you or me. Uh, I mean, I'm so I'm willing to try it, but where where is the helm? This is the helm here. All right, wish me luck. And she goes to okay. interact with the helm. <laughs> I think it's... Ricky thinks it's time to begin the qualifying round. Oh, 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 oh no. I'm going to give you a pop, son. That was good. Inspiration for that yeah. <laughs> Well done. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I guess not from the DM though. Boo. <laughs> if I had inspiration, I'd give it to you, but I don't. <laughs> Can I give my friend Bardic inspiration before she goes to touch the thingamahoozy? Uh, yes, nice. I, I think it lasts, what is it, like 10 minutes or something? Lasts for 10 minutes. Yay! Giving you Bardic inspiration. So you have one D6 that you can add to any ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. Okay. You added after seeing the roll, but before knowing the outcome. Okay. My Syndra, <laughs> I give you my inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, my friend. <laughs> you move up to the helm. With your bardic inspiration. And yeah. you get bardic inspiration from Britannia. Yeah. And once you access the helm, the uh, brain becomes alerted. And these two creatures come popping up out of the pools to attack. And uh, Karali says to try to um, sever the, the four uh, tentacles. Which I'll actually, I guess I'll have to draw those because I believe those are the pools. <laughs> Is that an instruction to me at the helm or to everybody to else? Everybody. Okay. To, to everyone. To everyone. Okay. I mean, you're probably occupied, but she wants everybody to try okay. to um, to try <sighs> cut the, the, big, the big tentacles. Cut the tentacles, man. Cut the tentacles. Okay, so everybody uh, roll initiative. Okay. Oh, initiative. Initiative. Nice. Ooh, okay. okay. I'll take that. I'll sure. take mine. I'll take mine. Belch. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, there. Yes. All right. Oh, the back of my head is so fluffy and fuzzy. Because <laughs> it's like a crew cut, just about. I got nice. it shaved. <laughs> nice ed- taper. I need an edge up. Got a nice oh, fade. Yeah. I need a fade. Ooh. Hey, Ricky, what is your initiative? 16. One six. And Syndra. Uh, that'll be 15. What's your modifier? Uh, he's plus two. All right. Roll 20 side for me. Okay. Oh, uh, a nine. 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 Okay. And Kai? 17. And Britannia? 20. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, baby, baby. <laughs> How was I supposed to know? Okay. The tentacle's not right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) He can't even sing the rest of that song because it just just isn't right about something doing something. So our initiative order is Britannia. And then Brain, and then Kai, and then Riki, and then Intellect Devourers, and then Syndra. Wow, at the 15, I was the lowest? Damn. Wow. That's harsh. Uh, So so the brain is kind of pulsating, the tentacles are kind of moving around agitatedly, and these Intellect Devourers come jumping out um, to attack. So it is uh, first in the order mm. is Britannia, our human yeah. bard. Is Karali in that order? No, she's not. Okay. Oh boy. Uh huh. Can I dissonantly whisper at a tentacle? Careless whisper. Uh, you could certainly try. Mm. Okay then. Let's see. That's something that Matthew Mercer always says on Critical. <laughs> People sometimes you... ask, ask some pretty whacked out things, and he's like, you could certainly try. I'm going to look at this tentacle that's the, the, the one closest to us, but on the upper side of the brain. That's so weird to say. Mm. Just label them ABCD or something. It's a good idea, John. Every now and then. He has one. <laughs> TA, TB, <laughs> oh, TC, TD. Big horse. Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm going to whisper sweet nothings to TV. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you cast Dissonant Whispers on the tentacle. Your tentacle is killing me. (laughs) I must confess. You're really strange. Doesn't rhyme. Really strange. 
Dodge. <laughs> you need to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, you cast a spell and you get a sense that that particular kind of effect doesn't uh, work on this tentacle. Oh no. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> Is there anything else you would like to do? Um. Can you give us hit temporary hit points? Or is that too late? No, that that's kind of like a, she has to sing for a little while. I have um, I have an uh, I have other things shenanigans I can do, but the after effects of those shenanigans are not um good applicable right now. So I'd uh, like to save it for later shenanigans. Save it for the morning after. Yeah, something like that. You do have the option of the bardic inspiration die, but I don't know what you could use that for. So yeah, um, if, if you wanted to give more away to people, you could do that. I think I'll hold on to that for now, and I'll be okay. done for now. I'll just keep carelessly whispering at myself. Okay. So, Wasting spell slots, man. Um, I'd like I'd like to tell Syndra mm-hmm. that uh, you, when you access the helm, uh, you recognize the imprint provided to you from Drawkit. Yep. Uh, as one of the inscriptions on top of the helm, on top of the pedestal. Okay. So essentially what that means is that because you are accessing it and you are a spellcaster, uh, you may expend a spell slot as an action uh, to make a ranged spell attack against each intellect devourer and a large tentacle. Okay. Which would do um, psychic damage. Okay. And uh, at this particular point, uh, at the beginning of this encounter, the, uh, the the brain, where is it? Um, the brain at this moment lets out this psychic wave that just washes over the room. It's a psychic attack that goes all over the room. And... Um, each character in the room must make a, a wisdom saving throw. And as a reaction, the person who is accessing the helm, in this case, Syndra, yep. okay, you can use a reaction to um, interrupt the brain and allow the characters to make the saving throw with advantage. Yes! So, so I, I am going to react and interrupt the, the brain. Okay, so everybody... So no, make, you don't! <laughs> everybody... Uh, make a wisdom saving throw with advantage as as Syndra uses her force of will to try to uh, push back against the brain, the elder brain's psychic attack. I rolled a really good roll just by itself. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> uh, it's wisdom save, you know? Wisdom save. Yeah, and, and that includes okay. you, Syndra. All right. Uh, let's see. Okay, so uh, Ricky, what was your save? 18. One eight. 18, okay. Ricky Tiki Tommy. Kai. Ricky Tiki Tommy. 21. 21. Yeah. And Syndra. Uh, 22. And Britannia. 20. 20. Okay. We are good. Shh. Uh, Don't jinx a minx us. <laughs> okay, so so you feel the psychic energy from the other brain wash over you but you managed to um, push the effect out of your minds. 
so you don't suffer any sort of negative effect from that. Nice. So that was the brain, the Elder Brain's turn. So now we're at Kai, our half-elf monk. All right, so I guess I could go up to one of those thingamabobs. The intellect devourers or a tentacle? The int, the devourers. Intellect devourer, okay. And I'm going to attack it. I don't have any advantage, but I will do a regular attack. And we haven't had a short rest, so that means I don't, I don't have. You you should have two. Um, just two left. Two okay. uh, key points left. Yes. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna do an unarmed attack or strike. Yep. Unarmed strike. Yep. Yep. Back over to that thing, and you bring your fist straight down toward it. Ugh. Eight to hit. Eight to hit. It, it, it seems to sense your hand is coming down, and it jumps out of the way. And you punch the ground, but it's not so hard that you damage yourself. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. So I, I, um, I will use my defense. Well, don't don't forget, you haven't you haven't tried for your uh, flurry of blows yet, intended. Oh, uh, okay. Flurry of blows. All right, I'll try that. So you spend a key point, and now you get to make two more attacks. Okay. And if you hit with either one of these attacks, you can pick one of those one of those um, open hand techniques and apply it to the to the attack okay. as well. All right. So first one. Okay. So that is going to be for twenty to hit. You. Um, see that it jumps out of the way and then you bring your other fist down and you punch it with the other fist and that's going to be for eight damage and it will also uh have to make a deck saving throw of dc 12 you said eight damage greg sorry yes And uh, it makes a deck saving throw, you said? Yep, DC 12. DC 12. An eight. Oh, it fails. Yes. Uh, it gets pushed back 15 feet. Uh, it, can't, it can't be pushed anywhere. Okay, it gets pushed up to 15 feet. If it fails a strength saving throw, it can't take a reaction until the end of my next turn. Well, you have to choose. There's the... Strength save, the deck save, okay, or, or or the reaction. You you have to choose one of those three. Okay, so then I will take the reaction then. Okay, so so you hit it with your with your flurry of blows, attack, and, and it cannot take reactions, which means that you could like move away from it and not provoke, for example. Okay, uh, all right. So I got one more attack. You still have one more attack. One, from, one more an, another another flurry of blows attack. Yep. Okay, so, but you can only apply that effect once, right? I don't know if there's a limit on it, actually. Okay, so that will also be for 22 to hit. That will definitely hit. For yeah. eight. Okay, so you bloody the Inflict Devourer. Nice. With that third nice. hit. Worth and, it. Um, it doesn't say anything about restricting win. this open hand technique to once around. So if you if you want to force it to make a deck save or go prone, you can do that. It's, it's, it's free. All right. 
So I will do that. I will force it to have a deck save. Okay, well, since I already rolled one for it, that it failed when you weren't sure what you were doing, I'm just going to stick with that one. <laughs> so it failed. So it is prone. Okay. Nice. Nice. Means other people have advantage. So it moves out of the way of the first one, but then you punch it with the second one, and then you hit it a third time, and it is prone. And nice. It, it it can't take reactions. It's 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 all screwed up from all your Good stuff. shit. Word. All right. And you have a melee fighter after you in the order too. Uh, <laughs> and then we go to uh, Ricky. Oh, Do it, Ricky. Ricky Tabby. Kill it. Yep, that is a move of 20 to get up there. Okay, move over there to help with the intellect of hour. Yep, I will make an an attack with advantage against the prone and reeling intellect of hour. Which I will hit for AC 24. That will hit for... 11 damage. 11. 11. <laughs> Turned it right up to, to 11. <laughs> nice work. Squirming around on the ground and you, and you stab it. It's, it's still it's still moving though. Oh, man. Squeak. Um, okay. Um, hmm. Isn't Ricky still hungry? <laughs> Make yourself some sushi. Uh, Ricky doesn't have a good campfire nearby. Uh, I will... Yeah, no reason not to, so I'll go ahead and use my action surge. Take another attack on it. Yeah, fighters. Uh, This one hits AC... 18? 18 does hit. For 10. Ooh. Oof. Nice Ten. job. Just stab it again. That stops me. Word. Very yes. nice. Yeah, I rolled a six and a five on a D6. So those nice. seem to be Smart. the crunchies. <laughs> Ricky Tiki Tabi took it Rick, to the Rick, bank. Rick. Nice. Uh, um, then I will. Let's see. I use 20, 25, 30. I will use my last two move to move up next to the tentacle. Which one? Uh, TC. On the left. Yep. One more. One more. One more. Right there. Yep. Make a position next to the tentacle. All right. And that's turn. All right. Then it is the intellect of ours. Uh-oh. Well, one is gone. And another one pops up out of here. Oh. Yeah. Kind of comes up out of the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. So, this one is going to come up here to the person who is on the helm. Uh oh. And let's see. I need you to make an intelligence saving throw where it tries to assault you with a psychic attack. Okay. Doesn't want you near that helm. Uh, so that would be a 25. Oh, shit. Yikes. <laughs> well, then. You're smarter than the average bear. Yeah. 
All right, so you feel it trying to invade your mind similarly to the way that the Elder Brain did, but you managed to shake it off. So then this one that pops up over here is going to um, try the same thing on Kai. So Kai, I need you to make an intelligence saving throw. Uh, okay. Ugh, I got a uh, two. A two, okay. Oof. So this psychic energy washes over you and it stings in your mind. You take six psychic damage. Ouch. And let's see. Do, 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 do. to subtract. Oh, because it didn't make, put six in there. What the actual F? Okay, there we go. What is your intelligence score, Greg? Uh, my intelligence is 10. Is 10, okay. So you feel the psychic assault and you take the damage, and uh, it seems to continue to try to bore into your mind, but it doesn't get any further. Okay. So then it is Syndra, our human wizard. Okay. All right, so I am going to expend a level one spell slot, which I'm assuming I—I I, I mean, I can't do my other spells while I'm engaged with the helm, right? Oh, you can. I, have, I could. Okay. You could. Yep. You have the uh, option of also using this attack. From yeah, there. she seems really. She thinks this is incredibly cool, like everything else. So mm-hmm. yeah, she's totally gonna use a level one spell slot to try to. Uh, attack all four tentacles and both intelligence devourers. Okay, so it says that you get to make a ranged spell attack against each tentacle and intellect devourer, so you're going to have to roll six ranged spell attacks. Okay. And and tell me tell me as you're going around what it is okay. that you're attacking. Okay. Uh, what am I rolling for damage dice, just so I'm more efficient about it? Uh, the attack, it's, it's, it's one... It's one damage roll for all of them. Oh, okay. So you tell me which ones you hit, and I will okay. apply the damage. Okay, the so I'm going to roll, and if it's a ranged spell attack, it would be my normal spell attack modifier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever your normal spell attack roll is, you just use that. Okay. All right. So she's going to go after uh, Intelligence Devourer B. First. Okay. Oh, that's not great. AC 13. Okay, your, your psychic, uh, your magical psychic attack misses it. Misses that one. Okay, so then uh, Tentacle B. That's going to hit AC 19. AC 19 on which one? Uh, tentacle B. Uh, tentacle B. Uh, that will hit. Okay. So you hit TB. Excellent. Maybe uh, TB in the world. I used okay, to love Okay, so then Why? she's going to go after Tentacle A. Smack that TNA. Dude, oh. So AC20. AC20 will hit. Okay, so then she's going to oh wrap around <laughs> and go. Let's see, Tentacle, tentacle C. Don't show it. Uh, AC 20 again. 
Good. Mm. Uh, so then, intelligence devourer C. Oh, AC nine. Miss. Uh, and then technical D. Hell, uh, damage critical. Bank on. Okay. Yeah, critical. All right. Yeah. Bank. Yes. On. Critical. Bang some more tentacles there, babe. Yep. <laughs> wow. Wait. Wow. Uh, get up. Get up. Get to it. Get do it. So you missed the intellect of ours, but you hit all the tentacles. Okay. Um. So so roll two d six, and I'll apply that to A, B, and C, and then you'll roll two more d six, and I'll add that. Okay. All right. Okay, so that is six damage to A, B, and C. Well, well a, a, B, C, and D actually. So six. Okay, six, so six damage six, to A, B, C, D. Six, and then D takes another two D six. Okay. Uh, another three. Three. Not the best rolls, but oh well. Better okay. than nothing. It's still a lot of damage on the hole. So. Which is what oh, I yeah. did last round. None. <laughs> so you see this purplish Let you energy. learn something. You see this purplish energy come out of the helm and it kind of goes into um, Cinder's body and goes into her head and then explodes out and attacks all of the enemies, um, the, the tentacles and the intellect devourers. And uh, all the tentacles seem to like have these like um, openings like erupt on them, like wounds just appear from her psychic attack. You, you, <laughs> and then we go back up to the top of the round to Britannia, our human bard. Bard, 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 bard. Okay, I am going to cast a cloud of daggers. Do it. So I'm gonna fill the air with spinning daggers in a five in a in a cube five feet on each side, centered on a point of my choice within range. And that creature takes four d4 slashing damage when it enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there. So I'm gonna cast it right over TB. TB right here. TB. Yep. It's a five foot square. Five okay. a cube. Yep. Okay. It's like blades and stuff. It's a cloud of daggers. 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 I'm going to draw some crappy Spinning daggers. Spinning daggers everywhere. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Love it. Chakras. Hit that tentacle one more time. <laughs> <laughs> My D- Diablo character has chakras. So does, does it have to make a? I assume it has to make a saving throw right now. Right? Uh, no. It's no. Just, the start it's of a it. concentration. So at the start of its turn, if it's still in that cube, it, yeah. it takes damage. Oh, it takes damage. Gotcha. So do the ten- the tentacles probably are technically on the brain's turn? I guess maybe. Um, they don't brain. actually get a turn. Oh shit! Oh. So is it just on her turn then? Um. Well, the brain's cool not idea, stymied by technicalities. Weird, uh, technicalities. Wow. What yeah. is the damage? Uh, it's forty-four. Okay, so just roll the damage right now. Okay. Oh, shitty. Oh, damage. hi. 
all fours. So seven. 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 Slashing. So so your your cloud of daggers uh, rips that tentacle into pieces and it uh, it is severed and, and it's in lots of pieces. Okay. Mmm, sushi. So they don't take that much to sever. That's pretty cool and good to know. Because I think I'd only done six or seven damage myself before you hit it. You did six to that one. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, that's uh, actually for my bonus action. Bonai action. Bonai action. I'm going to cast. I'm going to spend one of my bardic inspirations to grant five temporary hit points. It's up to three creatures that I can see within 60 feet, so that'd be all y'all. Nice. Aww. I'll keep my seven. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Um, and each creature can immediately use its reaction to move up to its speed without provoking any opportunity attacks. Ooh, sweet. Does anybody want to move? So that is the mantle of inspiration. Nice. Mm. Britannia, um, that was the best. I mean, I'm on the helm, so I got to stay where I am. Seeing as how uh, that uh, intellect of power seat popped up there, I'm going to take one step to the north. Here. To head it off. There we go. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Inspiring words from the from the bard. Like I, mean, I guess. Give you temporary hit points. Is that it, Britannia? Are you good? That that will be my turn. All right. Good job. Uh, so then. The brain makes its attack. So, where is it? So, it's five temporary hit points to each of you. Yay. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. I hadn't been hit yet, so I still have the seven from earlier. So, I can't take any more, but that's okay. It let me move into a flanking position for Kai. There you go. Right, so nice. Everybody needs to make a wisdom saving throw as uh, the mm-hmm. elder brain shoots out the psychic wave again. So Cindra can I can still you. use my reaction to yes, fight Cindra, back against Cindra it? Cinder uses her magic to fight back against it, so you make the wisdom save with advantage. Okay. okay. Oh, boy. Good thing. Thank Jeez. God. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, I may be about to lose my temporary hit points. That was okay, bad. So, uh, Riki, what'd you get? Twelve. Twelve. Oh, boy. Okay. And Kai. 17. And Syndra. 22. And Britannia. 17. 17. Okay, so Riki. Now, you take <coughs> nine second damage. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah, you'll be using those temporary hurt. hit points. Mm-hmm. Then we're on to Kai or Half Elf Monk. All right, so um, you got one key point left, and you've pretty much done everything you could possibly do <laughs> with, with, with this monk. So, so you decide how you want to spend it this turn. Um, I think I'm going to save it. So, I'm going to do two. Do I have an advantage on this attack? On the tentacle, um, I believe so. If you, yeah, you're flanking. If the you tentacle. attack the tentacle, yes. Okay. Yes, that's true. If you attack the tentacle, yep. All right. So I'm going to attack the tentacle with a bandage on D. Or C. Uh, C. 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 Yeah. 
and that is going to be <laughs> 21 to hit. That will hit. For five. Five. Okay, you uh, you kick into one of those big wounds, and, and it, it splits open even further. It's still moving around, though. All right, oh. next attack. And that's going to be for uh, 15 to hit. 15 will hit. And that's also going to be for five. Nice. And, and do like a, a karate chop through that wound, and you sever that tentacle. Nice. Yes. Hey, do you guys know what Chuck Norris's favorite drink is? What? What the? Uh, oh no! Uh, <laughs> I, I don't get it. Sure. <laughs> Water. Oh god! There you go. <laughs> so, Kai, you finished? <laughs> I am. Yes. I had a book with all the Chuck Norris jokes. Right. I, ha- I have to credit Shannon with that one. Ricky. Shannon told me that one. He's funny. <laughs> He's hilarious. Ricky, Battle Master Fighter. Uh, with the tentacle dead, can I move fluid space? Uh, sure, that's difficult terrain. Uh, okay, well, then I'll just go one down, one to the right, and go after TD. 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 Which, which is not with advantage because there isn't another ally within five feet of my target. <clears throat> Hint. Uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, sorry, dude. That's okay. He's no, just letting you know future. for later. <laughs> yep. yeah. I couldn't say it on your turn, so. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna go ahead and swing at TD. Okay. Yeah. AC eleven. You connect. I connect. They're stationary. Oh, They're big okay. stationary things, man. <laughs> okay, well, then that would be for for eight. How about that? For eight, eight slashing you, damage. You, you mm-hmm. uh, Is it the short sword? It's the short sword. Plus one. Okay. Oh, that's so, one I criticaled on, too. You, yeah, you, 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 you slice into that tentacle, and you, and you sever it, and it is dead. Nice. See, you didn't even need me to be over there. It gushes its tentacle juice. <laughs> I don't need you anymore. <laughs> it gushes its tentacle juice everywhere. Oh. <laughs> There's a yeah. joke there, too. All right, Ricky, are you done? Uh, Ricky, can you hear me? Ricky doesn't really have anything else he can do right now, so he's okay. Okay. Don't right. lose so the devourers go, and uh, Ricky, that one tries to assault your mind. Intelligence saving throw. Oh, boy. You're assuming that I have an intelligence to make a saving throw with. <laughs> uh, 14. 14, okay. It doesn't take purchase. Oh, okay. nice. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, this intellect devourer B is going to try the same thing on the wizard again. Okay. So intelligence saving throw? Yes. Don't forget okay. you have bardic inspiration. Yes, All plus right. fours. Uh, well, uh, given I rolled a 19 on the d20, I get to hold that for another time. Just, uh, just saying. Okay. I know. I, I appreciate the reminder. Okay, so yeah, that'll be a 24. Okay. Nice. You also make the save, and you push away the, the influence in your mind. And now, Syndra, human mage, it is your turn. Okay. Human wizard. Let's 
And everybody's really spread out. So yeah, I think she is going to do the psychic attack again. Okay. So she rolls against uh, Devourer B. All right, that's better. That'll be AC, let's see here, 22. Right to it. All right, so tentacle A, AC 21. That hits. And then let's see here, Devourer uh, C. Devourer C. Oof, um, let's see here. Is that going to help enough? Yeah, she'll add... Oh man. Does she want to? Yeah, she'll add the dice to it. I don't know if five on the die is enough. It's really close, but. Um, You're adding body inspiration? Um, that would be for intellect of ROC. Uh, yeah, because I think. Let's see here. Yeah, I'm going to. Well. Oh my god. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yes, I will. So uh, that's a uh, 16. <laughs> yeah. No, I was just being spacey and thinking about it. For some reason, I was getting caught up on the tentacle AC that John had hit on. I hate it when I get caught up on the tentacles, too. <laughs> no, you don't, John. <laughs> All right. So 2d6, you said? Correct. Okay. You keep your tentacles to yourself. Okay. That's much better. So that's going to be... Said no man ever. Uh, nine... Psychic damage to each of those things. Okay. So the intellect devourers squeal in pain. And those two tentacles, wounds open up on them and they split into a whole bunch of pieces and they fall over and stop moving. Yeah, so all the tentacles are detentacled. All the tentacles are gone. Yeah. Okay. Are we killing the brain? No, I, I think, think we're we trying to co- commune with the brain. That's uh, kind of turn to Karina and, and say, "What? Well, how do I try to commune with the brain?" And, and then that's my turn. That's... Um. So it is. That was Syndra. Now it is uh, Britannia. 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 Dissonant whispers. <laughs> To weird guy B. <laughs> I don't remember what they're called. Oh wait, hold on, hold on. Mind flares. Hold oh. on. Oh, wait, there's stuff. Oh. Uh oh. There's on. stuff and things. There's stuff and things. things. Uh oh. Okay. This the section here that says once the tentacles are destroyed. Uh, okay. So, so you use that psychic attack and you destroy those last, uh, uh, the last of the tentacles, and you feel a sharp pain pierce your skull, and Uh-oh. the alien cry of the elder brain uh, assails your mind. The unfamiliar, unwelcome intrusion changes into a vision of four small glowing eyes dancing around a single, larger glowing eye. As your mind recovers from the psychic wave. Dozens of mind flares enter the chamber via the steps on either side. Oh boy. Karali steps in front of your group in a demonstration of defiance. A heartbeat later, you hear the droning voice of the elder brain shout, Enough! Through the rattled minds of all within the chamber. The mind flares all silently gather but approach you no further. 
Are we out of combat? Yes, you are. He wants to keep his brain. Damn it, I didn't even get to hurt anything else. <laughs> but, but you did lots of damage. You did lots of hurt. Greg, I, I, I tried to tell you. I was like, you have one left. And you said, I'm going to save it. Uh, I thought I was going to be fighting the brains. <laughs> brains? <laughs> but you still got to basically experience everything that there was about the monks. That was good. Yes, it was, it yeah. was, it was fantastic. Okay, the monks it up. So, so the, basically the elder brain communicates through its thoughts. And it tells you about a beholder that was once enslaved by the Illithid that freed itself from the Elder Brain's control upon discovering a power far greater than the Elder's will. The same strange power has enabled the Beholder to extend its control over vast distances. The creature convinced the Elder, the Beholder convinced the Elder that the ritual would revitalize the mind, the mind flare vessel allowing it to once more sail the stars. However, when the Elder Brain was freed from the influence, it was able to briefly sense the Beholder's intent. Not only does the creature want revenge, but it is also unstable, wishing to prove its ultimate superiority by destroying the minds of every living thing in the area. Though the Mind Flares are no longer a tool to accomplish this, the Elder Brain is sure that this being will one day return to continue its genocidal ambitions. Unfortunately, the Mind Flayers are unable to detect the creature's location. So what happens at this point is that in exchange for saving the colony, the Mind Flayers allow the party to leave peacefully, uh, escorted by Karali. They, however, make no qualms in remarking how delectable the character's brains must be. But for, now, like that deal. but for now, uh, you are granted safe passage uh, back to the lair's entrance. And uh, upon returning to Fandolin, Ilsa is pleased to see the party safe and sound. And that is the end of the adventure. Yay. Nice. We survived. <laughs> Good Yay. work, everybody. We get 200 gold? Was what... It was 300 total because 300. Uh, between nice. Ilsa and... Um, other guy there, councilman, whatever his name is. You should just put it in the party oh, fund. Uh, Sildar or something like that. Or... Yeah, yeah, S- Sildar Hallwalter. Yeah, him, yeah. Him, and, him and Elsa, between the two of them, it was 300 gold pieces. Very nice. All right, cool. Yeah. So if, I, if... I, was, I was excited when I read this because I'm like, ooh, mind flares, psychic attacks. Yeah, I like this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody other than Riki would have been like, you know what? Screw the mind players, they're on their own. <laughs> but Riki does is not that intelligent. Wait, so we're each getting how much gold? Uh, I it, it's three hundred total. Yeah, oh, okay. we've been putting stuff into the party fund so far. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we probably okay. have like pushing a thousand total in the fund at this point. But uh, probably going. I don't nice. know who's yeah. take keeping track of it. So. Yeah, I can total it up. I, 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 th- I thought Kate was tracking it. Yeah, I've been tracking it. He tracks everything, so you He's know. He's got it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you all enjoyed Adventure 5, so we'll do uh, Adventure 6 next time, and I'll be DMing that one. So let's say goodnight to the listeners. Night. Bye, 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 bye. Oh, God. We love you. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review anywhere this podcast can be found. Our social media links, plus additional content, can be found on our website at knightsofroleplay.com. Please tell your friends about Knights of Roleplay and Adventuring Podcast, and spread the word through social media. Your help and support are greatly appreciated. Thank you.